This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Vistro. Vistro is the number one plant-based meal delivery service in America. Right now, our listeners can save 30% off any Vistro meal purchase when you use the code TMS. Visit Vistro.com, that's V-E-E-S-T-R-O.com, and use the code TMS to save 30%. Coming up on TMS, Kim's Rawhide Pillows. Get to the oven! <laughs> Carpet noodles. I don't understand why you say things that are not true. Do it for Squiggy. There's a ring around your anus! <laughs> You do the whole thing in this voice. I love it. Confusing the gassy giants. Stupid, sexy Chris Pratt. Therapy Thursday and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. See what I'm getting at? No. I never got to apologize for the comic book. What comic book? Did I not mention the comic book? Well, that's really key to the whole thing. The diarrhea specialist. <laughs> The sensation of Europe, now made in America by Samsonite. This is The Morning Stream. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is The Morning Stream for July 18th, 2019. I'm Scott. He's Brian. Good morning. Hi, Scott. Hi. 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 Hello. Uh, you think oh. that sounded like I had more coffee than I did, but I didn't really have as much coffee as it sounds like I You had. seem pretty up, though. You seem up. I am. You at know? 545 or 5.30, I woke up. I'm like, I looked at my, uh, pulled my watch off its little charging stand mm-hmm. on my nightstand, mm-hmm. put it on, looked at the temperature outside. It said 67 degrees. I got up, grabbed my bike shorts, a bike shirt, went out on a ride realized that it may be 67 wherever my watch was <laughs> tied to but it was only 63 or 64 where i was at so i was like all right i'm gonna do a ride but it's gonna be a nice little short quickie chilly ride i'd love a little exactly i'd like a nice lower temp right now it's gotten hot as hell here it's going yeah i mean 545 is when it was yeah. like if i would have waited an hour then it would have been a lot better but yeah it's like yeah. all right i'm just gonna get out do a ride so i can say i did yeah nice job though Clearly, you've got energy you didn't have previous to this, and that's good. Clearly, 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 yeah. Clearly. Well, uh, we're good. Uh, we're good. We're here. We're good. We're good. And we were here, and we're good. <laughs> we're so good. Uh, we're here, and we're going to do a show. And we got Wendy later, and we're not doing an email. Instead, we're going to talk about a general issue, which I think is a good one. Um, cool. But I always like when we do these because they're something military. You're saying so, like a general issue, like um, how to deal with lazy corporals, more or of a colonel issue, which is you know a colonel issue uh-huh. all the way how down. To play horse hockey, right? <laughs> yes, we're going to learn how to play horse hockey today. So get your uh, perfect, Excellent. get your horse and your hockey stick, and we're ready to roll. But this will happen later. And we're going to talk about self-care and what that means in a modern context, uh, which, you know, is a little more fun sometimes than a depressing email, which I look, we don't mind getting them and talking about them. That's why we do it. <laughs> we love your depressing emails, people. Please yeah. keep, keep your depressing emails coming. Keep them coming. But just once in a while, it's nice to like break out of that and do, you know. Just yeah. a thing for, that's for just... all for the love of free hotel room. Keep those depressing emails. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen him lately. Did you scare him off when you had lunch with him? Because I haven't seen him I in the must, chat. I must or... have. Well, did you see he tweeted us? No, I missed it. What did, he, a, uh, what did he say? He had there? a little bit of a jab tweet. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, sweet. Uh, that's good to know. It he's was back a while to... back. Yeah. So I may. You know what? I will. Oh yeah, it was way. It was. Geez, a ways back. That's too bad. It'll be hard to find. Um, yeah. 
I mean, basically, he was correcting something we said last Thursday, I believe, with Wendy. Oh, I'm sure there was something to correct. What do you remember? What it was? What the gist uh, of it was? Yeah, it was. Shoot, shoot, shoot. What was it? It was. Um, uh, oh, all I can think of is uh, uh, something I was getting correct on a different podcast about something going into the ether, and they said they that it goes into the ethos. Like we'll just send it out into the ethos, and I felt like being free hotel room and and tweeting them and saying. Things go out into the ether, not into the ethos. Yeah, that's ether, right? We're right about that, yes. right? We're right about that, yes. Nothing goes uh, into hope. the ethos. I mean, now thing- I'm going to search it. i got to search it, Scott. I have to find it. Look it up. Uh, we need to I'm, know. I'm searching, Scott, because... We need to know. Because, by golly, we don't have uh, Brian Dunway this morning, so... No. So why not <laughs> Why not dig for good information in another way? <laughs> here we go. All right. All right. Uh, what do you got? Let's see here. Uh... Into the ether. Out of Corolla show corrections. Uh, he, he corrects a lot of podcasts. So there's a lot of a lot of. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, oh well, he no, that's an STMS question. Oh, you found free hotel room. You're talking about. I'm on his. I'm on his Twitter. Oh, feed. I thought you were looking up the ethos thing. <laughs> oh no reason. no no! But I can I can absolutely confirm. I mean, ethos is like uh, doing the right thing, isn't it? Let's see. Uh, no, ethos is like the, it's it's like, it's like another way of, it's like the equivalent of ethics. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Found it. Ethos. Correct. Uh, uh, It means character. Uh, the Greek meaning character of ethos. So you're right. right. You're right. Like having character. Yeah. It's the same root. Or or does uh, it mean, or does it mean, uh, like four capital characters, four lowercase characters and three numbers (laughs) like the character. Yeah. A drunk, uh, uh, what's that called that you get yeah, into? Guiding principles. Guiding exactly. principles. Guiding principles. Come yeah. on. All right. So here, here's uh, Bob's email for or, or our tweet from a few days ago. Mm. Temperate weather means mild temperatures, not hot. Oh. Uh, your son's draft fears didn't transcend; they escalated. <laughs> Show on Amazon is Patriot, not the Patriot. Also, <laughs> I am Brian's biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I, I love I love emails from Bob. Is it just Patriot? He's throwing me off now. Yeah, the the Amazon show is called Patriot. Right, that was an email. I didn't even catch. Honestly, I didn't even catch that. Oh, but, I didn't uh, either. I didn't either. Uh, but here's a correction to another show. The River in London is the the T H A M E S. It is pronounced Thames. It is not Thames. Everyone in the U S and the U K knows this. We never said Thames. We never said that. No, 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 no. This is for a different, this is for, uh, this is for a show called, uh, the endless adventure. Oh, so he doesn't do it just for us. It's for whoever. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, that's no. a good feeling. I like that. Yeah. I thought uh, we were the target see. of his ire. Uh, here's something to, wow. He like this one sent to Mr. Adam Scott, like the actor, Adam Scott. Okay. From Party Down, I think. Oh, I just, I just hit back button. Okay, here we go. Uh, when you wear a bike helmet and sunglasses, you put on the helmet and then the glasses. The strap of your helmet should be under the glasses temples. Let's fix this. Wait a minute. <laughs> Is there a picture of Adam Scott wearing it wrong or I, something? I'm hoping so. Uh, let's see here. I'm not seeing one. That's amazing. Hold a on. note for BLL. I don't know what BLL is. but. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, I actually put the sunglasses. Let's see. I do the sunglasses 
underneath the bike helmet strap unless I'm using the um, the bone conduction helmet in which case the straps the, the my earpieces for my glasses help push the the things uh, the the bone conduction speakers onto my head you have all the cool gear I've noticed that in your photos and stuff you have all the badass gear well, for, yeah uh, oh for here we oh there's another one too uh, Morningstream Coverville Scott they were Cubans living with Kramer they were, I'm sorry, Scott. They were not Cubans living with Kramer. Those guys were Dominicans. I don't understand why you say things that are not true. Ask Brian. <laughs> My God. Wait a minute. You didn't correct me either. What's he talking about? No, nobody corrected me. I know. I didn't. I could. I thought they were. I thought they were Cubans as well. But I was thinking. You know. Was, I guess once he said that, I was like, oh, I guess the, the cigars they were making. He, uh, Kramer was putting them under his nose and going, mm, Cubans. Yeah. 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 Because, because, and the whole and the joke was the Dominicans were was the best he could get to roll these things. He would yeah. rather, but but the whole idea is they were still going to make Cuban cigars. Yeah, he's right. He's right. He's right. But it's not like the whole <laughs> world. I didn't get a single correction except for Bob. <laughs> no one uh, cares. This is, this is to another show in the south. They call Naz, NASCAR NASCAR. They do not call it NASCAR <laughs> in Germany. They call it. Hefeweizen. They do not call it Hefeweizen. They do not have the letter W. <laughs> we got to keep up on uh, these. These are great. Here's one to J.B. Hager. Okay. Uh, he's a co-host of the Move podcast on Austin 360 Radio. Yeah. There is no word explicative. The word is expletive. <laughs> wow. Does he just Which, listen? I mean, how many podcasts does he hear in a day? That's insane. I don't know. I don't know. I've... I've uh... <laughs> I mean, he's getting us every day, so I know he's getting at least an hour and a half oh, of us. Yeah, yeah, he's like hustling our show every day. Yeah, uh, you know. But everyone else's show that he's correcting, like, how many shows is that? That must be ten, ten podcasts you just mentioned, or something. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six different. Um. <laughs> okay, Tom Papa. You know Tom Papa. He's a comedian. Uh, he's a friend of Jerry Seinfeld's, and they did that. Do you remember there was a show where? They would help arguing married couples. No. And Tom Papa was like the the marriage ref or something like that. I don't remember um, that at all. I know who he is. Uh, I've seen his stand-up before. Yeah, so he's replying to Tom Papa. So Tom Papa apparently made a... And I don't know what the actual comment was. I should almost look at that. He says... Are you and Paul really overweight? You make it sound like you were just huge loads on the podcast. Also, is Paul odd when it comes to food? Like, I heard he has never eaten an egg. Sounds odd, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know what you're uh, what you're doing over there, Bob, but sure. <laughs> um, I'm looking at pictures of Bob Tom Papa. He he has a point. He's not a he's not a big rotund guy at all. No, no. I remember seeing him on that um Looks uh, normal. I wish I could remember what that show was. Did somebody the chart. I'm does anyone else remember that show jerry seinfeld was like they had three judges tom papa who would say his name like that i'm tom papa mm. um uh was the moderator and they'd bring couples who were arguing about something dumb like he has a eleven thousand funko pop figures and he wants to keep them all in the kitchen or something oh like the that. marriage ref the marriage ref okay so i I actually had the ref word in there. And you didn't. Right. Yeah, you didn't imagine it. It's true. It was a real thing. I, I basically did the, wasn't there a referee show called The Marriage Something? Yeah. <laughs> I basically did one of those. Let's see. What years were this? This was 2010 through 2011. It only lasted two seasons, 22 total episodes. This was uh, yeah. produced by Jerry Seinfeld. He was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he was a judge it. for a couple episodes, too, because he's friends with Tom, with Tom Papa. The marriage ref. 
That sounds like a dumb idea. I'm not that surprised it didn't uh, last. Yeah. It honest. was on the... It's funny. I mean, what, would, what were the years on that? Like early 2000s? 20, uh, sorry, 2010, 2011. Oh, wow. Okay, so later than I thought. Yeah. I was going to say maybe it just came on the early edge of all the the new primetime evening reality game shows. Not like not like Amazing Race Survivor stuff, but like, you like know, things is, like... Is that um, your final answer show, whatever that was? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that one goes even further back. It wants to be a millionaire, millionaire, but stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, let's see here. He had here are the, here are the kind of judges he would have. He would have Cedric the Entertainer, Martha Stewart, and Jason Alexander. Yeah. Uh, then he would have Larry David, Madonna, and Ricky Gervais, Tina Fey, Jerry Seinfeld, and Eva Longoria, Alec Baldwin, Kelly Ripa, and Craig Robinson. Hmm. There you I mean, go. these There's are good, you know some good combos, some big names. Larry Miller's in here. Your lookalike, Larry Miller. I like Larry Miller. Yes, yeah. he's cool. <laughs> People, if they follow me on Twitter, you'll see my uh, my attempt to to make a an analog face app mm. uh, thing with Larry Miller. By the way, here's uh, he replies to funny people. Like he replies to Conan O'Brien. He probably listens to um, his show too now. That new podcast he's got. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So Conan O'Brien says, "When Meryl Streep wins an Emmy for Big Little Lies, do you think she'll toss it out her car window on the way home?" <laughs> and Bob replies, "Can you imagine?" But here's. Here's an even better one. Bet Midler. Here's here's a, uh, a message directly to Bet Midler. Bet, when asked about your summer vacation plans, tell them you're going to tour the airports of the Revolutionary War. What? I don't know. It's not a reply, so I can't see like if it's based on a a, a Bet Midler about? tweet. But yeah, what is he talking about? That's really weird. All right, Bob. He replied, well, felt... to, the, he replied to the Rock. Oh, what did he say there? What was the, what's uh, so the, the message? Rock, uh, so Dwayne Johnson on the on the Twitter said, damn, look at that 11-year-old punk kid with a bad afro showing a, showing an old video of The Rock with a big afro like as a 11-year-old. Used to idolize my pops till he started beating my ass in the gym in the ring, LOL. But tough love, the right kind, can be a good thing to a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Bob replies, this is just creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he has an afro and... and- and he's young? I mean, what's the problem? Why is it know, creepy? Does he, does he mean the message of, like, tough love dad is, is a creepy? I guess so. Or if it's just, uh, like, that, he, that, that he's saying, you know, I'm grateful my dad beat my ass in the ring. I don't get it. Don't hey, get Bob, it. whatever, man. Whatever turns your cheese. Whatever turns but your But I milk. swear, meeting him in person completely turned me around on, on Bob and... and makes me read his tweets in a completely different context sure but that's kind of almost like he's like he's uh like he's typing it up and then kind of elbowing the person next to him says look what i just typed to bet midler check Mm, it out check it out all right then send yeah (laughs) that sort of thing as opposed to like we used to imagine angry bob peterson i hate when you talk about sappy stuff and then play a cover song at the end of the show mute yeah he it does change your brother it's just true of everybody right like we get this two-dimensional view of people on twitter and and when then you meet him and you're like oh well you're not so bad yeah exactly yeah Yeah. i got a guy yesterday uh, he's not i mean i assume he's not listening now because he said he wasn't gonna but Oh, he will. He is. I have somebody who only listens. I swear he only tunes in. So he, okay. So here's what I got the email. I'm not going to give names because I'm not trying to drag him through the dirt. I just don't understand the sediment. But he says, 
So, sorry, sentiment before Bob sends a correction email. I know I said sediment. I meant <laughs> Scott, sentiment. Sediment is what sits at the bottom of a. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We got that all out of the way before Bob could even get his Ask hands on Brian, it. Brian, for Pete's sake. <laughs> well, for Pete's sake is a phrase that actually has its origins. All right. So, anyway. It's, it's for Pete's sake, not for Pete's sake. Yeah, exactly. Oh. See? You can't say anything. So, uh, he says to me, um, I. I I wrote you and quit your show a year ago. And so I thought I would check back in to see how it's going. And I have to say, this is the final frog pants show I'll listen to ever. <laughs> and he happens to tune into jury segment on Tuesday where I get a little hot headed okay. about sure. politics, uh, which fine, whatever. But this was the same problem he had last year. And I said to him, I don't know what his reply is going to be or if he'll reply at all. But I said, do you only listen to the that half hour out of the nine hours we record every week of total recorded content? Do you only listen to the half hour on Tuesday, or yeah. or what? Because the rest of the show isn't isn't that. That's why it's there. It's this one little piece, and then the rest of the show is a million other directions. And I don't know what he's going to answer to me, but I don't understand that. I don't understand it. Like year over year, that's a year ago. And why you're also telling me if you hate it that bad, and even if all you listen to was jury segment and you just i don't know what you are maybe he's pro trump and just won't say it out loud i don't know what his deal maybe. is it's fine yeah. if you are i don't care yeah but if he is then why don't why are you even telling me <laughs> just go yeah, right exactly go just somewhere go, just don't listen and do something else go it's find totally the other fine. thing that you like I, I there's nothing there's nothing i can do for you like i don't understand right. that kind of communication i don't mind it when people have there's... actual feedback and i'll respond to it and we can have a conversation but it's not feedback to say I come here in the most sanctimonious possible attitude and posture to tell you that even after a year, I still find you distasteful. I'll be taking my business off. You're not even <laughs> doing anything here. You're just, you never, he's never, on, never been on Patreon, never right. bought a thing on the store. Like, what are you even doing? You're Go. not offering anything constructive. You're throwing a, uh, throwing a rock and then walking away. I know. And, a... and Rainbow Bright says, Scott, why are you even acknowledging him? Because it's on my mind and it's irritating me. And now it's out. That's what I do on this show. Is everyone yeah. new today? Have we all just tuned in for the first time? Scott likes to <laughs> Raise your hand if you're new today, please. Scott likes to vent. He likes to get stuff out. This is a great show this to do that thing. on. Yeah. It's been that way since 2011. Yes. Exactly. Way back when the marriage ref was on TV. <laughs> I'm Tom Papa. Tom Papa. I got to find some video of him introducing himself because he sounds like he's amazed that he's Tom Papa. I'm Tom Papa. Like he woke up like he's, he's he's Sam Beckett who leapt into the body of a comedian on a game show where they help marriages. Yeah. And he's just looking. He's reading the teleprompter. I'm Tom Papa. Yeah. He just can't believe <laughs> oh, it. Oh, boy. <laughs> he just can't believe who he is. It's fantastic. Yeah. I haven't actually watched. I haven't seen that guy stand up in a while, but I remember him being funny in, in his stand up. He is. He was way funnier in his stand up than he was allowed to be on that show because it was an NBC deal. And yeah. it was just coming off of, you know, a few years ago, the success of Seinfeld. And this was Jerry's return of some sort to television after the hiatus. And yeah, this is all true. Yeah. Well, uh, chat room also says I like bread. I do love bread. Love bread. Yeah, I like bread. I like bread too. Or are they talking I about Tom that. Papa? If, either, if if they're talking about Tom, Tom Papa, then I'm with him on the bread. Love me some bread. Does Tom Papa like bread? I know Oprah likes bread. Does she like bread? Didn't she, we didn't we have an audio or didn't wasn't there an audio or am I thinking of a am I thinking of a uh, a clip from the soup? I might be. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, in a lot of ways, yeah. we're not that different than the soup. Hold on, let's see if we're I have a bread clip. Do I have a bread clip? Oh, I have some bread. Let's try a few of these. Um, okay. 
He was a bread lord! Alright, that's Bo yelling he was a bread lord. Uh, how about this one? Schmidt's Blue Ribbon Bread gives you... Okay, that's a fart one. That's good. How about this one? Bread is almost as old as man. Ew. I don't like that. There you go. Play the... J.K. Grammer just put one of the... Just play the, the clip that... Uh, what? Are you play all right? the clip that J.K. Yeah. I'm you, sorry. You I was, smell toast? I'm, or I'm what? pausing it because of the audio. Here oh, 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 okay. Because it's now being followed by a bunch of other... This is Tom uh, Papa. This is Tom Papa. No, here. no, no. This is uh, Oprah talking about how much she loves oh. for 16 seconds. I clicked the wrong one. Okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, hold on. JK Grammar. There it is. I clicked. I, clicked. Uh, I put it in our chat room, too, in our right. Discord. Here we go. I'm playing it. Some up. This is the joy for me. I love bread. Oh, my gosh. I love <laughs> bread. <laughs> I mean, I'm with her. I also love bread. <laughs> I love bread. I'm thinking maybe I don't love bread as much as Oprah loves bread, but I do love bread. I'm gonna cap that out later. That's the thing Is to that, keep. Did somebody did somebody Veronica sausage that thing and slow it down for the second one? Yes. So she's saying, yes. "I <laughs> love." But then they unslowed it for bread. It's very harsh at the end. Bread. Bread. <laughs> bread. Yep. Cap this bread. I'm just putting this in my notes because later we're going to okay. want to have that for posterity. We're going to cap, cap that bread. Yeah. Good. Uh, I got a, a pet complaint. I'd just like to register okay. a pet complaint. Is this a is this a pet peeve, Scott? Yeah, it's a pet peeve. A peeve about a pet pet a pet pet peeve. Um, so the dog, you know, Boomer, she, when we got her, she was a chewer. She liked to chew things. And so we did all the things you're supposed to do about designating certain toys and having her understand that that's a thing you chew and anything else is sure. off, you know, off the, off the table. You can't chew cables. You can't chew shoes. You can't chew any of that stuff. Well, recently she seems like she's had a little dip backwards. I mentioned the cable, the power cable mm -hmm. thing, which I still haven't figured out, by the way, she chewed through that thing. Now the outlets outside don't work. But this, but the um, what do you call it? The switch, the f fuse box thing, yeah, says nothing's that nothing's tripped. wrong. And I've also reset that a couple of times just to see. It's it's something with the local outlet, like the actual outlet's burned Weird. out or something. Yeah, that's yeah. bizarre. So okay. I'm super pissed at that. Anyway, so that's one thing. And then she mm -hmm. goes on to, uh, uh, she's done this thing now where she is chewing the corners of Kim's fancy pillows. Kim has these fancy couch pillows. Oh, uh huh. So are they frilly or something? No, and that's the thing. But they're kind of leathery on the corners, so I think okay. that's attracting her because it's chewy and you know, yeah. she can just get in there. It tastes like those rawhide ears or <laughs> pig's yeah. ears that they give me or whatever. Yeah, a little bit. So what do you do? What do you do? Uh, so with um, Daisy was never much of a chewer, but Ruby totally was a chewer, and she would chew. She would lay down in Tristan's room with her face in front of the the, the baseboards. Just sitting there with her head on the carpet, facing from the baseboards, and just start chewing the baseboards for no reason. Um, Vicks Vapor Rub. If you can put Vicks Vapor Rub on stuff, she'll stop chewing it. Now, I don't know if you want to do it with pillows. That's not bad, though. Vicks is a thing? Yeah, Vicks Vapor Rub. They do not. Uh, Ruby did not like. It's the smell. It's just a very, very strong smell. I mean, I could put it's these. Okay, so it's like rim. You what do you do that on cables? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cables for sure. And then the the rims of these things are like um, I don't know what to call that. Piping, you know, like leather piping. Does that yeah, make okay. sense? Oh, okay. Like yeah, in like, a car, right, right. like you'd see in a car seat mm -hmm. or something. So it's kind of yeah. like that. I don't. I could easily just take a little around the corners, like no big deal. That'd be all right. 
mm-hmm. if the house is, has a nice men- mentholiptus uh, thing going on. <laughs> Just think of how clear your sinuses will be as you all walk around. Yeah. Like, <sighs> well, I'll be breathing I can easy. breathe in here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, wait. They say, the chat room says peppermint's good. I have some peppermint oil. Peppermint I do that. oil. Yeah, that's the same thing. I think. Well, I mean, not the same thing, but it's the same smell that turns them off. Yeah. And the thing. The sharp smell. The, as, the um, weird bit is Rainer never did this. Never chewed a thing. Never mm-hmm. does any of that stuff. In fact, she she's afraid of plates. You know, she's just a weird dog. But Boomer's like traditional dog. Like, that looks like I could chew it. and then chew it and make a nightmare out of it she chewed a piece of furniture like one of the corners of nick's um is a uh, dresser thing in his room just chewed that thing to crap and back yeah like there was a dog uh was it toby i think the dog's name was toby a bloodhound that lived um with a couple across the street from us they don't live here anymore but they got this puppy named toby little bloodhound and as this dog grew it just ate the stupidest things it would rip um it would rip carpeting like the the little uh um how do they call that the the fingers of carpet the the tendrils of carpet what do they what do you call each of those individual little I don't know strands what those are called they must be called something right they gotta be yes, they're called something um anyway the fibers carpet fibers they're not fi- they're not f- uh pie is it a pile oh, pile so- shags yeah i mean that that sort of thing anyway he would rip those out and chew those he would eat he he would go behind the couch and eat the couch slowly from the oh my <laughs> from gosh the, from the back of the couch towards the inside, um, <laughs> and they finally they finally said he's a little too much for us to handle. He knew somebody who worked at the um, uh, the local fire department, yep. and they said we would lo- we would love to take Toby and have him here as our fire station uh, dog. And so hmm. um, so Toby got a great home. I think he got a home with a bunch of firefighters who probably throw him fresh spaghetti, like freshly made spaghetti and all the stuff they make in the firehouse. And uh, Toby probably uh, had a much happier time there. I don't know if he was like, you know, like a Dalmatian and got to ride on the fire truck to a, <laughs> to a call. That's but awesome, he would hang out there and live in the, uh, in the fire station. Yeah, it seems like a better place for a dog like that. For sure. But in my case, I don't know what to do with it. Maybe I'll, I'm going to try the, the peppermint and the, and, the, and the whatnot there. I'm gonna give that a try shot. Try the peppermint oil, the Vicks vapor. Uh, yeah, that worked. That worked really well for the um, for the baseboards with Ruby. Uh, chat room may have noticed I put in a quick contest. I'm trying out something here. Yeah. Uh, a random prize today is going to go to the person named Shocktopus. Shock- Shocktopus. Shocktopus. I'm gonna send Shocktopus a whisper and say hi. What's whoops. Hi, what are you wearing? Hi, what's your... Hi, <laughs> what are you wearing, Shocktopus? What's your address? I'll send you... I will send your prize. Congratulations. <laughs> now everybody types lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. All right. Yeah. Uh, you want to do a quick pri- uh, 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 quiz before we yes, go to I news? Yes, I saw that in the notes here. Sure, let's now, do a quick here, quiz. here's what I'm going to do. Instead of me planning ahead and saying, oh, here's the topic and all of that, I'm going to yeah. do it in real time so that you can choose. Oh, okay. All right. So I'm hitting Quiz Builder. Sure. Which I've been using. Uh, I like it. Yep. We're going to do number of questions, 10. Good. Subject. Here are your options. I want you to help me choose. It can okay. be all subjects or individual ones. Here are the individuals. Art, astronomy, biology, commerce, entertainment, fashion, film, food and drink, football, games, geography, general knowledge, history, literature, mathematics, medicine, music, or nature. 
Well, everyone's probably expecting me to pick like uh, music or entertainment. Um, let's 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 have some fun with this. Let's do astronomy. Astronomy. Oh, interesting. Okay. Astronomy. Difficulty. Yeah, it can have any, easy, medium, or hard. Let's go medium. All right. I like medium as well. I'm hitting the build mm -hmm. my quiz option, and here okay. are your uh, questions. I may regret this. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to get my buzzer ready. All right. Yeah. Uh, don't get the bell ready. You'll be using the buzzer a lot more than you'll be using the bell. But yeah. Yeah, this yeah. idol, let's let's you know, let's let's uh pick See, a subject that I'm less fluent in. All right, here we go. Uh number one question, first of ten. Yeah. Which planet is orbited by sixty seven known natural satellites? And your options are most of these are multiple choice. Yeah. Uh Neptune, Saturn, Uranus, or Uranus, mm -hmm. or Jupiter. So Neptune, Saturn, um, Uranus, or Jupiter, which I planet? I believe it's either Saturn or Jupiter have like tons and tons of moons. Um, I'm going to say Saturn. Jupiter is the correct answer. Jupiter. You were close. Yeah, you were so close. Yeah. The score is zero. <laughs> which of the following moons of Saturn is the largest? Tethys, Dione, Epides, or Rhea? Um, that's the one with the rings around it. That their planet. Yeah, exactly. Can you give me those four again? Uh, the four once again are Tethys. Yeah. I think it's Tethys. 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 Maybe. T e t h y s. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, Dion. Or Dion. Dion. Is it Dion? Isn't it Dion? I don't know. Is it D i o n n? It's the old singer from the sixties with the. Yeah. Iapetus. Or Rhea? No. I think it's either Tethys or Dion. I'm going to say it's Tethys. Incorrect. The answer is Rhea. Oh, Rhea. Okay, wow. Yeah, all, right. Yeah. Uh, all right, here we go. Number three. Of which planet is Adam's ring a feature? And that would be uh, the options are Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, or Jupiter. All right, well, Saturn is the one with the obvious ring, but I believe... Uranus also has a ring, a much smaller, thinner ring. I'm going to say Uranus. Let's check out if your anus has the small, thinner ring. Incorrect. Uh, the answer is Neptune and Neptune. Oh, Neptune. Neptune's the one that has the little, small ring around it. Dang it. Yeah. Uranus is. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, Uranus. Uranus. <laughs> Uranus. Uh, number four. Which planet does not experience seasons? And your options are Mars, uh, Neptune, Mercury, or Venus. Um. I want to say it's Mercury because it um, one one of the planets doesn't doesn't rotate. It it orbits the sun, but it doesn't like. I think it's always facing. Oh no, no, that would be like if it gets further and further, like further away from the sun, closer to the sun. I'm still gonna say Mercury. Mercury is correct. Nicely done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's mainly. I, I think the. I'm talking. It's always my, summer in Mercury. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of my wheelhouse here, but I think it's primarily because Mercury is just so close to the sun that it's just hot all around it all the time. Sure. Uh, in which century was Venus first discovered? Your options are 18th, 20th, 19th, or 17th. Early 17th century, I'm going to say. Oh, look at you. Yeah. yeah. You're like a Galileo today. <laughs> well Galileo. Galileo. All right, your next one. Not uh, Nochus Terra 
is a period of which planet's well, I history? I Taco Bell uh, yesterday. <laughs> uh, can I get the Noches Terra, but no yeah. sour cream, please? Uh, Noches Terra is a what? Is is a sir? We don't make those anymore. Um, <laughs> is a period of which planet's history? So it's like a it's like us saying Cretaceous or sure. Can you spell? Yes. Noches. Yeah. N O A C H I S. It could be okay. Noaches. I'm not totally sure. Noaches. 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 Something like that. And it could be. Uh, so your options are start? Mercury, Earth, Mars, or Venus. Mars was the one I was thinking before he gave me the options. I'm going to say Mars. That is correct. Mars is correct. Okay. Oh, that was a great okay. age. That's back when they had. Uh, I don't know what they had then. They had stuff. <laughs> All right, number seven. Which planet possesses a ring entitled uh, e Eagleite One? It's a oh. E G A L I T E One. Okay. And uh, the options are Saturn, Neptune, Jupiter, your anus. <laughs> um, I, let's go Saturn on this one because I don't think that there's more than one ring around Neptune. So let's stick with Saturn. Saturn on which one has that? And the answer is. <laughs> It is ah. still Neptune. Still Neptune. Okay, so they've got Adam's ring and Eagleite One ring. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you here. Oh, Egalite, Egalite ring. Okay. Egalite. I did. I've never. I didn't know Neptune had rings at all. So, shows mm -hmm. what I know. I have no idea. I had no idea that was. Correct. And and it's also sideways, <clears throat> if I remember correctly. Oh, it's, it's like tilted. Yeah, exactly. It's well, it depends on when you're, how you're looking at it, right? Like if you're looking at it. Well, in relation to its all the other planets, their rotation is somewhat parallel to their orbit around the sun. Neptune's is offset compared to its orbit around the sun, oh, so it's okay. like on a different. Yeah, that's awesome. But if you were in, Star I'm sorry, Uranus. Uranus is the one that sideways. Ah, oh, see, I always get Uranus and Neptune. Those, like, those those last two, about roughly the same size, roughly the same. Uh, color in, in the, the toy that I had as a kid growing up <laughs> showing all the planets. Alright, let's keep going. I think you're doing alright. Alright, uh, next question is which planet lies between Jupiter and Uranus? Oh, okay. Uh, you want, I don't even need choices. It's uh, Saturn. You are correct. And it didn't give yeah. us choices. So I Mercury, think it, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Oh, well, well Pluto's, Pluto Pluto's still in flux, right? Aren't they considering bringing it back again? And making Tino. it full planet? I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Which of these dwarf planets was created originally uh, uh, considered a ninth planet of the solar system? Was it? Wait, wait. wait. Which of these dwarf planets is? Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pluto. I don't need a. Yeah, you don't yeah. need any more than that. Yeah, it's we funny just talked about just it. Don't need about it. <laughs> Multiple choice. Yeah. All right, you're doing all right here at the tail end. Final question: Which planet has nickel iron? Has sorry, has a nickel iron core? And your options are Mars, Earth, Mercury, Venus. Nickel iron core. Nickel iron um, core. I'm gonna say Mars. Was that one of the choices, Mars? Um, Mar yes, Mars, Earth, Venus, yeah. and Mercury. You say yeah, Mars. I say Mars. Mm -hmm. The answer is Earth. Earth. Oh, Earth does. <laughs> and it may be because we only. No. Uh, I don't know if we've been able to penetrate that deep on any other. We don't know. I think of. I think of it. I think of carbon. I don't think of. Uh, Nickel and we have Nickelback and uh, Iron. Yeah, Iron Man core. and Nickelback, all up in uh, the core of the Earth. Uh, Your 
Our final score is I don't know because I didn't write it down. Did anyone write it four, down? Four or five, probably. Probably yeah. four or five. You did. I thought I'm going to give you half. I think you did a good fifty percent or here. That's pretty right. good for, you know, okay. this being a subject that's not really your deal. You know what? And we'll and we'll uh, next time we do this, we'll let the chat room pick the the subject. Okay. Totally. That the, sounds like fun. Yeah. I don't know why I like this, but I do. So I do too. That's kind of fun. We'll keep doing it as time yeah. permits. All right. Time for this. This is your radio newscaster with another exclusive sensational summary of world and local events. Let's do the news brought to you by. Brought to you by this time tomorrow, Hammond and I are going to start going through all the applications for America's Next Top Podcaster Season 2. What does that mean? That means you've got 24 hours. If you're considering, if you're on the fence, if you're thinking about this, saying, maybe I could do this. Well, you should do this. You should go to americasnexttoppodcaster.com and submit an application to be part of Season 2 because it's your last chance. Um, Be part of the show that has not only launched the careers of, uh, not really launched the careers, but but introduced you folks to Alex Albisu, Gidget Von LaRue, um, people you probably already knew, Amy Frost, and, and there's a bunch of people involved. Yeah, you all, know all you guys that are like, hey, Gidget's been really funny on the show lately. I like that thing you're going to do with her once a month. And she was great yesterday sitting in for Brian Dunaway. She probably exactly. wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for that. Right, exactly. And there are new shows that are popping up that are going to be starting because of America's Next Top Podcaster. So check it out. Become a uh, an applicant. Go to americasnexttoppodcaster.com and submit an application. I like it. Tomorrow's the big day. You're going to start going through those. Yeah, it's right? going to be fun. Actually, I yeah. do enjoy that part. 24 hours, you guys. That's not a lot of time, but I know I could. No. I could you could record a lot of stuff in 24 hours. And only 30 minutes of it has to be political. <laughs> <laughs> right exactly. all right uh first story here this is yes. great a florida town is trying to get a bunch of homeless people to go away yeah and the way they're doing it on the news this morning. <laughs> they are blaring uh versions of baby shark and raining taco now i don't know what raining taco is i don't know what raining taco is either but i'm sure somebody's gonna put one here in the chat room so here's a uh, chance for us to f- to see if we get demonetized for something called oh raining oh, yeah, taco guaranteed. Um, yeah. Here it is. Let's play it. I found it already. Raining taco. Taca, da, da, da. Here we go. It's raining tacos from out of the sky. Tacos. No need to ask why. Just open your mouth and close your eyes. I guarantee they'll do you monetize me for that. <laughs> I haven't heard that, but that has currently 5,993,000 views. So Lana Del Rey, everybody. Lana Del Rey with her. Yeah, <laughs> it's raining tacos. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> Ninja Steve says, that's my jam. I'll bet it is. Um, anyway, yeah. so that and the baby shark thing, which you all know, and I will not, I will not yeah. ruin your day by playing. Uh, oh, by the way, so this is interesting. My wife says she hears Baby Shark and she says, um, that's not new. I said, what do you mean? I know it's been around for a while. She goes, no, I don't mean like in the last couple of years. That's when I was like 13 and went to girls camp. This We'd sing this around the fire. Somebody else said that too. Yeah, and I, uh, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, are you kidding me? She goes, absolutely. Jacqueline Ashley. Yeah. There she, yeah. I remember last one when we were talking about this with Brian Dunaway or somebody, but Brian Dunaway who sings it. Baby shark do 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 do. Baby shark do 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 do. I have that, by the way. Let me play it. I think I have it. 
Uh, yeah, here it is. Baby <laughs> shark. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that so much. So, uh, uh, yeah, no, I think I think Jackalope Ashley had uh, had mentioned before. Somebody had mentioned in the chat room last time we talked about this that 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 song was around a lot longer, which is crazy. See, Mush Potato saying the same thing. His wife was a camp counselor, and they would sing it. It feels like somebody should have. Oh yeah, more and more people are singing it. Some, we, we, somebody should have put a stop to it a lot sooner. <laughs> yeah, that or somebody should have like I don't I don't know gotten more or somebody else should have monetized it not this you know south korean company with with no uh connection to camping in america we should have got we should have gotten it should have been us that's right that's right all right anyway look at this remix of baby shark hold on all right let me see what this is give it a sec we're gonna drop the beat here comes what what all right, it's kind of the same, just has a beat. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm waiting for the Leo metal cover of Baby Shark. That should have happened already. What it is, really should have, yeah. If doing? it hasn't, I'm, I'm amazed. Maybe he has. I was looking at him the other day. That guy, <laughs> yeah, he's freaking great. He is. He's such an amazing talent. Yeah. Oh, Davy Chorus says that he has already done it. Has okay. He? Okay. That would make sense. Maybe he'll do raining tacos next. That'd be cool. Listen, J.K. Grammer, we don't get a takedown notice. We get a demonetization notice, meaning that uh, we don't make any money from the YouTube. Yeah. People watching YouTube uh, rebroadcasts. Of the the nice show. thing is we don't anyway, really. Like, I was looking yeah. at my stuff the other day. It's mm-hmm. yeah, Let them have those eight cents. It's nothing. It, literally, like eight cents. Like, if I'm lucky, that's... And and so it never adds up to be enough to for them to even to send a check. It's so dumb. Mm-hmm. So it's not that big a deal. I just never like to get blocked. And you know what got us blocked? was that one with that Ryan kid. <laughs> that got us blocked. I showed that Ryan kid video, like 20 seconds of silent, muted Ryan video. Kid. And they, the Ryan the, kid. The Ryan, um, it was, Nicole told us about him. It was the oh, kid's right. kid and his parents doing stuff, and he's like hugely yes, popular or whatever. That toy, the, toy, the kid who plays with toys on YouTube. Yeah, that's the one. makes billions and billions of dollars, yes. Ryan's toy review, that's the kid. And he does really well, and um, I guess they are so picky about how well they do that they won't let you show 20 seconds of soundless fair use. It was fair use. Yeah. All we're doing is going, oh, here's this thing that's readily available on the internet. How about a I know, and we were reviewing it. Review, uh, critical review is uh, is covered under copyright law, so uh, it annoys stick me. that in your... In it annoys your... me. <laughs> F. Ryan's as I go. He can just bask in his millions of dollars. F that four-year-old kid. Yeah. Whatever he is. I think he's like six or seven, but it's fine. Yeah. Um. All right. Anyway, so right. this anyway, Baby yeah. Shark song and this Raining Taco song in West Palm Beach, uh, they've been playing it on continuous loop through the night to keep homeless people from sleeping on the patio of the city-owned rental banquet facility. Uh, West Palm Beach Parks and Recreation Director Leah Rockwell tells the Palm Beach Post, oh, I just read Parks and Rec and it made me a little sad. To hear Aww. that, didn't it? Yeah. Didn't that make you a little sad? Show. Here, I'm gonna play. I have a song. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> if we're gonna, if we're gonna, let's lean hard into this <laughs> demonetization. Yeah, we're gonna lose anyway. Uh, sing, sing, job of the hut. 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 One of the best things that anyone ever did. But I love that <laughs> intro. It's so good. Makes yeah, me, I do too. Makes oh, me miss such it. A great show. Makes me miss it. That's back when, like, uh, 
Chris, what's his name, was all fat and stuff. Right. I know. He wasn't all sexy and popular. Yeah, I know. I know. Star Lord. Who? Star, yeah. yeah. Star Lode, more like. Or he became a, a sex symbol. Yeah. People think he's a hottie now. You know, he married this into the Schwarzenegger family that Pratt did. Yeah, first he was married to uh, Anna Ferris for a while, wasn't he? Long time, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then they got divorced, and then now he's married to a Schwarzenegger. He got really popular. Well, are you calling me over after dinner? <laughs> bring in the husband. As soon as he went, Star Lord. Get I, to the oven. That was the that was the beginning <laughs> of the end of that marriage, I think. And now he has to go Thanksgiving at the Schwarzenegger's house. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Like just sitting there and having him go, like, what is that? Pass the turkey. <laughs> Are you going to have those rolls all night? <laughs> Get to the oven. That's the best thing about what you just did. <laughs> Somebody put that in the titles. Get to the oven. That's pretty Get good. Get to the oven. All right. Yeah. You have to, because that way we can say it in the show with the <laughs> accent. And I'll make sure Brian does okay. it. Okay. <laughs> That's really good. Anyway, they don't All know right. if this is going to work, but um, some people are mad. They say it's bad to chase these people away, that it's you know not cool to do. I don't know where I stand on it. I mean, public property is weird. Like here in Salt Lake City, um, they can't actually tell. They can't, homeless people can't sleep there, but all day yeah. they can hang around and you know sort of do whatever in like the public library space and some of that other stuff. And I don't exactly know how that works. So maybe it's different in Florida. I don't know. Different rules, different cities. I have no idea. We had a, um, just this last spring mm. was on the ballot to, uh, uh, end the camping ban. Basically we had a, an urban camping ban that, that basically was the same thing. Like basically saying that homeless people can't sleep in public parks and, mm. and things like that. Mm. And, um, uh, so they're trying to get them into homeless shelters and places like that where, where, yeah, they're a little bit safer, but it's also just jam packed and, and it's, it's a bad, it's a bad situation in both yeah, in either way. directions, but it yeah. didn't, but it didn't pass. Like they were trying to overturn it and, uh, um, it like lost by 82% see people saying, no, we're not going to overturn it. Yeah. We've got, um, well, every city's got their issues. Yeah, I think we benefit from, and maybe Denver's like this too. I mean, we'll, mm-hmm. we both probably have sizable uh, homeless populations, but I think it benefits Rocky Mountain uh, states. Not benefits, but we have a we have har- harsher winters, and so mm-hmm. I think that means our population's lower, or at least maybe it's more seasonal. Mm-hmm. Like people come in and come out, but like if you're in right. San Francisco or L.A., the reason I mean those are also huge cities, but the reason they're so bad is. It's good you weather can, all year. You can live there year round without yeah. having to freeze in the wintertime. Vegas would be rough. Um, I would be real rough in Vegas. You could not do Vegas even. Yeah, I mean, be real nine hot. months out of the year, you'd be in un- unbearable heat. Although they apparently have that amazing underground. Um, last time I was there. Should define amazing. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, maybe that. I mean. <laughs> impressive by all accounts. I haven't seen it. You saw the documentary on it, but it's supposed to be a really impressive underground uh, tunnel system that the homeless live in. It's in crazy Vegas. down there. Like the fact that yeah. that tunnel system exists is all is weird, but it's it seems like a different planet. It's like a movie or something down there. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, I don't know what to compare it to. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a movie or something. 
you know, like Book of Eli or something. People are just down there. It just feels like the world has ended, and this is the where everyone's hiding. Or something from yeah. the X Men comics. Yeah, we've got this. This it's really crazy. But when I was there last time, um, the lift driver or the, the the car I was in took a different way than I'm used to going around, and we went around a loop around a, a clover leaf to get on the highway. And looking down, you could see one of the entrances to the tunnels. And there were like six, it was almost like a parking lot around, perfectly arranged around the opening to this uh, this tunnel mm-hmm. of six uh, grocery carts. Oh, so it was wow. almost like a, all right, you're coming in out of the tunnels, leave your grocery cart here, take your stuff down with you. And then when you come, when anybody comes out, grab a grocery cart and take it where you need to go. But just like, like you know perfectly arranged like a set of cabs at the airport or something yeah they have like like these rules some of them just sort of unspoken rules about how society works down there it's very weird very odd i can't imagine it's much cooler though in the i mean i guess it's cooler in the summer because you're out of the sun but Mm -hmm. that must be just the smelliest nightmarish place it would be be. it would be so hard uh honolulu had an, an uh a large um oh what do you call that a cardboard shanty town or something like that but a whole section on the eastern side of honolulu that looked like i mean it was they were cardboard structures they looked like permanent structures just made out of cardboard Mm -hmm. basically Mm -hmm. but i mean obviously you've got you know 80 degree weather there year round so it's it's um uh it's a much easier climate to be homeless and i just don't know how you get to, how you get to honolulu and say all right i'm gonna i'm gonna go live there where it's 80 degrees year round chat was having a talk or chat earlier in here about how um we're so worried about whether they should be able to sleep anywhere that we're not tackling the actual problems i mean you kind of have to do both at the same time like yeah. you kind of you can you can look at the root issues and work on those which are long term and big investments and lots of you know there's all sorts of thought on how that can be done and handled and but then you have the immediate issue of well tonight what do we do tonight right like you still right. you kind of have to do both yeah i mean um, the uh you can't just send them to the shelters without addressing the problems that come up in the shelters and so right it's a huge complicated thing is i guess what i'm saying ninja steve i definitely said shanty town i don't know i mean a shanty town sounds great if it's you know lemonade and beer but no it's is it shanty I mean, I it should be shanty it's a shanty shanty town yeah there's no shandy right no, not a shandy. Shandy's, like Shandy's coming up on the center stage. Everybody put your hands together <laughs> for Shandy. Anyway. Um, I'm going to tell you about a really cool book. You ready for this? I want to hear about a cool book. The ABCs of Metallica. The heavy metal band oh. Metallica is releasing their own children's book. <laughs> really? Yep, All right. This is okay. real. The heavy metal band Metallica announced they are releasing this book, which is sure to become a treasured classic at baby showers and christenings for generations to come. It's called the ABC's Metallica will tell in alphabetical rhymes the history of one of the world's greatest heavy metal bands. Hush, little baby, don't <laughs> say a word. <laughs> Never mind that noise you heard. <laughs> it says, uh, for a really wholesome experience, we suggest pairing a bedtime reading with some Metallica's most loved lullabies, such as Seek and Destroy and, of course, Enter Sandman. Uh, yeah. Johan Brahms himself, or Johan, I guess that's Johannes Brahms, Brahms himself couldn't imagine such placid soundscapes the band revealed uh the extremely cute cover on the website and social media channels according to the announcement a portion of the proceeds of the book will go to the all within my hands foundation 
This is Metallica's nonprofit that supports workforce education and hunger prevention. So, I mean, obviously, <laughs> it is a cute. It is a cute book cover. Uh, is that Kirk Hammett in the middle? Uh, let me take a look. Oh, whoops! I can't tell. Uh, it, it, you know, I can. I recognize uh, Lars. And, uh, uh, I see Lars, James, obviously, but, and I, James. And, but I guess so. Yeah, the current guy, right? What's his well, name? Kirk, Kirk Hammett. In uh, is Kirk Hammett the, the the one that doesn't seem to age? Is that him? I think so. Yeah. He doesn't get old. The rest of them do, but they, yeah. he doesn't. I don't like. I don't like the fact that he's not smiling while the rest while the rest of them are smiling. Yeah. Like he's he looks angry. He's angry. Oh, Kirk's on the left. Oh, who's that? Who's that in the center then? That's the bassist guy, the current guy. Yeah. That's uh, I want to say what third or fourth bassist into the band now. Whatever right. it is. <laughs> but uh, he bassist, like Spinal Tap goes through drummers. He uh. Robert Trujillo, thank you. Yeah. There you go. That's Robert the guy. Trujillo. He's the current dude. Um, this is obviously a little tongue-in-cheek in terms of, you know, obviously the history of the band doesn't matter to some little kid, but this yes. is all for charity, and I would totally buy this book. Like, this is something I want. And and there are going to be way more fans who buy the book for themselves than buying it for a little kid to be able to read the story. And oh, then, guaranteed. And then Lars said, F. Napster. <laughs> Fire bad, said uh, Hetfield. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I do have the art of Mad Max Fury Road, Max Payne. Of course I do. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. What, what are they all telling? Gidget says I need to rewatch Spinal Tap. What's that about? I like Spinal Tap. I think that... Uh, Is it because I got the trivia based wrong? Based on the, the trivia question, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been a long, the how long time. The, how the drummers died, the, the various ways the I could died. I could tell you almost everything there is about Best in Show uh, mm -hmm. because I have I guess I've just seen it more recently, but Spinal Tap, I think the last time I saw Spinal Tap was like maybe the 80s. It was a long oh, really? time ago. Yeah. That is my favorite Christopher Guest. I mean, if you call it Christopher Guest film, it was before he started doing his like Best in Show, Waiting for Guffman, right? For your consideration, all those. Um, it's he, definitely he a mockumentary like was, thing, though, right? Same, same it sort is, of yeah. thing. Yeah. Same, same concept, but I didn't feel like he was at the at the center of making it happen like he was for those other things. Mm -hmm. But that's easily my favorite of, of all the ones that that they've done. Oh, that reminds that me. He's done. It reminds me, Michael McKean, who mm -hmm. is in mm -hmm. uh, a, 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 a shocking term is attorneys in Good Omens as a Scottish yeah. character. That guy knows his English and Northern Ireland slash Scot Accent. Scottish accents, man. Like, he does. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's great in it. He's great. And whoever his agent is, uh, you're doing a great job. Getting him on, like, you know, uh, uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Getting him on Good Omens. Like, they he, they seem to pick the right projects for Michael McKean. Turns out, turns out he's, that dude's he's got range. He's more than just Lenny. Yeah. <laughs> he's got range. Lots of range. He's got range. What happened to Squiggy? Where's he at? Well, I don't know what happened to Squiggy. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to find it. What happened to Squiggy? David, what happened to Squiggy? David Lander is uh, still with us. Okay. And okay. Uh, let's see. I, I remember him most recently from... <laughs> I like this. Squiggy had Parkinson's. Dead. Baseball scout. <laughs> throwing a, a dart at a dartboard of... Oh, he's what 70, happened to 72 years old. Wow. Oh wow! He's uh, getting on there. Um, he was in this amazing television show called. Hold on, Squiggy was. Yeah, um, it's a kid show. 
and it was called Oswald, 2001 to 2003. He played the voice of Henry. He was a um, penguin uh, in 22 episodes of that show. It's called Oswald. It is one of the most delightful kid shows. Hmm. I loved it. Fred Savage was in it. Um, uh, let's see, Lorraine Newman. Sounds familiar. I oh, really, it. Lorraine Newman. Yeah, wow. I loved that little show. It was just adorable. It was just about this octopus and his friends, and his his that that um, uh, penguin character was just the best. And he sounded like Squiggy, and he was great. Anyway, cool. hope that guy's doing all right. Yeah. Uh, we are going to take a break. When we come back, it'll be Wendy. She'll be here. My sister. It'll be Wendy. It will be Wendy. And uh, she will have things the to say. The chance of Wendy. When that happens, you'll all be glad. Before that, though, you'll be gladder to know there's a song on tap. Brian's got it. What are you doing? Well, hey, speaking of um, shows that we like, did you ever watch Master of None on uh, Netflix with uh, Z Zanzari? N- yes, I like that a lot. It was, uh, wait, it's not on Netflix? What was that on? I thought it was Netflix. Yeah, you're right. It is. Uh, I did yeah. like that show. And the only thing that uh, was weird is when he was getting yelled at for sex harassment stuff, and it made me kind of not want to watch it as much. Oh, right. But right. Uh, I thought that show was brilliant. It was really good. Do you remember his his co-host on there? Or, or co-host? His co-star on there, Noel Wells, the girlfriend that mm-hmm. that he was apart from for a little while, and then they kind of, I think they kind of got back together, but kind of uh, they lived together for shortly anyway. Noel yeah. Wells. Um, she was on Master and She was also on Saturday Night Live as a, a series regular, or as a featuring, I think, for a season or two. Um she is not just a talented actress and comedian. She's also a very talented singer. And she is uh, releasing, let's see, this is a new single, uh, the opener to her anticipated debut full-length album, which is going to be called It's So Nice. Uh, she was. This was written in an afternoon. I'm not lying. Written in an afternoon, this song, while she happened to be air... <laughs> airbnb at connie britain's house while she was in austin shooting a pilot wait a minute so <laughs> connie britain puts her house up for airbnb Is that i a- guess so you want you should go let's go stay in connie britain's house in oh austin my gosh. For a week. yeah i want to i want to sleep <laughs> in the i want to sleep in the coach taylor room that'd be cool <laughs> it's a lot more well furnished than the uh 911 room that's for sure <laughs> um anyway this brand new single uh, this makes me really really excited for the album because i think she is uh she's just delightful uh, to listen to great voice and and just from the opening chord progression on this song i was like oh this is going to be i'm putting this on tms um the song is called played for keeps there's also a great video that goes along with it here is noel wells and played for keeps
Hey guys, talking about Vistro again. Vistro, V-E-E-S-T-R-O. The whole episode is brought to you by them. Vistro is a nationwide 100% plant-based meal delivery service. In fact, Vistro is the number one plant-based meal delivery service in America. No prep work, chopping, or cleaning involved. All Vistro meals can be heated and served. So you can enjoy a hot, healthy, and delicious meal whenever you're hungry. Mm, making me hungry thinking about it right now. Vistro meals have no added preservatives, no organic ingredients. Sorry, using only organic ingredients, not non-organic. And fresh frozen for maximum taste and nutrition. They keep in your freezer for up to 10 weeks. If you're like me, that's a good thing. We all know that a plant-based diet is better for your health and the environment, but changing the way you eat can be intimidating. Many people don't know where to start. Bistro makes it easy because the foods are delicious. The chef is one of the best in the business with over 30 years of experience crafting plant-based meals. And since Vistro only serves plant-based meals, well, they really, really are good at it. We're talking healthy, hearty, and satisfying meals like country fried chicken, Tuscan uh, calzones, enchilada casserole, red curry, lots, lots more. Uh, Speaking of the enchilada casserole, not even a thing I would normally go, oh, I'm in the mood for a casserole. So good in this case. I'm not kidding. I really liked it, and I think you will as well. It's really fantastic. And, uh, you know, you could do... Listen, I'm a, I'm normally a meat guy. I don't want to freak anybody out, but normally I like the meats. And this was a case where I was happy to not have the meats. I didn't miss it. Uh, whether you're already vegan or vegetarian or just looking for more plant-based meals in your diet, whatever you are, Vistro is a convenient and delicious solution, especially if you're busy and don't always have time or energy or the inspiration to cook. That's me to a nutshell. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Vistro offers you all of that. Covers you for 50 meal options. You can customize your meal plan around your tastes, including meal plans for weight loss. Vistro offers free shipping on all orders. And right now, our listeners can save 30% off Vistro meal, uh, your first one, your meal purchase from Vistro by using our code TMS. That's right. Visit Vistro, V-E-E-S-T-R-O.com and use the code TMS to save 30% off. No commitment, pause or cancel any time. But you can only save 30% with our code TMS. Do it today. I got the hair, the shoes, sophistication up the butt. I hope you have a great day. <laughs> I'm Scott Fletcher, and I am the spirit of dark and lonely waters. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back. Yes, Wiggy is uh, about a baseball scout. He's oh. a scout for uh, M's, M's, M's. Let's see. So this is the Seattle Times. Oh, the Mariners. Wait so a he's minute. He's a scout for the Mariners. The 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 actor guy. Yeah, Lander, uh, Andrew Squiggy Squigman. Uh, Shut up. At least in 2004, was a scout for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, that is weird. <laughs> what an odd thing. That's crazy. Thank you, Anna Krakatow, for finding that article. That's awesome. He's still he's still around. Maybe he really does have Parkinson's then. Well, that makes me sad. I don't want to know that. That Maybe. sucks. I don't know. That's no good. Um, what are he doing? Is that's... there any pictures of him recently? <laughs> I don't uh, know. I'm so the article curious. doesn't. I just did search. The article doesn't mention Parkinson's, but. Andrew Lander. 
Oh, there's some young dude now named. Ben. Oh, he has MS. Oh, that's no good. Well, no. at least you you look. You rode oh. for MS. You got some money. I did. Me. I rode for Squiggy. Yeah. I'm doing it for Squiggy. Do it for Squiggy, everybody. Pour one out. Actually, for Squiggy. I'm doing my my my. Uh, I decided that because um, we've had bad weather and and I've had all these other things going on on the weekends. Sunday is my makeup ride day. I'm going to ride from the north end of town to the very south end of town. Um, oh, is this to finish out your? This is to finish this out is, that extra this day. This is my own personal. Yeah, I mean, they, nobody's saying, "Oh, you need to do a makeup ride, Brian." Except for Brian. Except for me saying, "I need to do a makeup ride." So I like I'm totally that. Going. That's a nice. Uh, that's yeah. good. You don't need to do it at all, and here you are doing it. Exactly. So right. it's funny. We're I'm doing it Sunday, Sunday morning, and Tina's going to meet me at a couple different spots along the way. Yeah. To be my rest stops with Gatorade refills and uh, and little snacks. Is she gonna do the the <laughs> vanilla wafers with the bananas and the peanut butter and stuff? She better. She better. <laughs> she wants to do it right. That's awesome. What are you talking about? Oh hi, Brian did a he did a charity bike ride. Uh, what? Oh, not nice. even a month ago yet. Like two three weeks ago, whatever it was. Yeah, it was uh, July or June thirtieth, twenty ninth and thirtieth, and I I did it the first day. Didn't realize I had a bad cold or I was getting developing a cold. Sunday morning, the the cold settled in, and I just couldn't do the second half of the ride. So now I'm going to do the second half of the ride this coming Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Um, by, like on by your own. Oh, by on my own. By myself. Yeah. Okay. He's just making up so, for it because he's 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 just committed. A personal, yeah. A personal commitment. Yeah. yeah. I like it. That I is like good, it. right? That seems like the right thing to do. And now yeah. I got to think something charitable to do. What can I do? Um, chat room uh, for every uh, like and retweet, I'll give a. <laughs> hoot uh wendy hey what's my sister wendy everybody she's here from uh, all the way from minnesota uh, is where she resides these days she is a therapist comes on thursdays and helps people with their problems although today we're going to be a little bit more general about it uh how how are you and how was your week uh good uh, yeah did we even have a show <laughs> we didn't have a show last week with you did we or did we yeah we did did we oh, i don't yeah. remember oh yeah we did i remember now yep i mean now yeah. i remember the topic and everything uh, we did. I think that guy um, followed up. In fact, and you get—I think we got an email from. Uh, we did. Or yeah, that lady or man, good. whatever it was. Keep it going. Um, <laughs> uh, good. You turned fifty yesterday. How are you doing? I'm fine. It's like no different. <laughs> I don't feel any different today. <laughs> uh, it was fine. We had um, kind of a wacky day. Uh, worked out great though. This weekend we're taking off for uh, uh, the kids and Kim are taking me away they're whisking me away and uh so i'm gonna try to get a little time off and spend some time with van and eat good food and chill out and be by a pool yeah. and all that yeah it should nice. be where are, you, where are you going we are going to i found out now they've, they've been holding it kind of secretly but i found out it's in not is it midway what's the part it's by park midway, city yeah. midway the with the big swedish uh yeah, thing. it's Swiss. Thank you. Or, but, sorry, yeah. Swiss. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I don't want to offend the Swedes at all. Of my Let me business. tell you, if it was Swedish, it would just be like birch wood and clean lines. And no, this is like chalet. You feel like you're you're going to hear yodeling. Oh, That's big big time. People are going to be wearing like, uh, it feels like I'm going to like a beer, one of those beer fest things, even though those are German, yeah, but it's very, bit. very Swiss. Anyway, so we're doing oh, that fun. and some time in Park City and just kind of you know, going up a few thousand feet to get out of the heat, that sort of thing. To chill out. Yeah, it'll be nice. I'm so looking they, forward to it. So I thought they were going to keep it all secret from you. They were, but I can't remember what happened. Somehow I, some someone let it slip in a phone call and I heard it and I said, that's where we're going. And they're like, you're not supposed to hear that. And then it was all out. <laughs> uh, so it's all good. Though. I love that whole 
place, which is why they're doing it. So it'll be fun. Yeah. And uh, Dylan and Taylor will be there, and we get there, like the whole the whole fam damley will be there, which will be great. Oh, fun. I can't wait to meet that little baby. Yeah, oh, he he's cute. amazing. You'll love him. Um, and uh, I can't wait to see you guys. We're talking like what a month now, a month and a oh, yeah. week or something. We're heading over. Yep, it's gonna yeah. happen. So watch for that. Uh, so today, and, yeah, and we're driving because you know I didn't know that. Safe. Oh, it saves so much money, and also um, I'll get sick of driving at some point. But we have never been to the uh, Mount Rushmore, so that we're gonna stop and oh, cool, cool, get our American pride those, on. Those presidents, <laughs> those presidents are rad. I like those presidents; those are great ones. Yeah, those are good ones. So yeah. anyway, yeah, we uh, will uh, do a little, you know, see the Badlands a little bit on our way. Yeah, so we're excited. That's great. And then it, I you know, I think really once you've bad. done it once, I don't know if you want to do it ever again. So yeah. we might fly after that, but. Yeah. We're driving this time. This is so. going to be a beast of a drive. Um, I'll tell you this, though. Are you okay? Do you have the Johnson thing where I can't drive more than 20 or 25 minutes before I feel like I'm going to fall asleep? It's kind of oh. bad. It's been that way my whole I life, thought, by the way. I thought you were going to say, I can't drive 25 minutes without needing cheese whiz on a cracker. <laughs> no, although I do need a lot of snacks. Actually, I need a lot of distractions while I'm driving or else I feel like I'm just going to mm-hmm. fall asleep. And in the past, yeah. have like that trip home from uh la with dad when i was in my teens i almost killed myself and you know fell asleep at the freaking wheel i did this multi i've done this multiple times like me driving no problem if it's a quick get around or if it's lots of stops and lights and turns and stuff in a city or whatever that's fine but put me on a big strip of road that goes forever and we're talking 10 hour drive we're screwed if kim's not there because i fall asleep i just can't yeah, do I it i don't have that i don't have that i do have the i i mean I drove all night last summer when we moved here and we drove back to Salt Lake. We did 20 hours straight. Oh and so gosh. I was driving in the middle of the night, like horking uh, nerds and <laughs> Diet Coke and pinching myself, like punching myself in the face. Just to stay, to stay awake. awake. Yeah, oh, my God. So By the way, just for the record, I don't know if anyone just heard it. that. But Wendy said horking as a I'm scarfing or eating. Yeah, that's yeah. I've done it too. People always call me out on that phrase. I think like, it must have been regional or local here or something. I remember, I remember horking as well. Yeah, so it must be. But, but I do remember. What, what I, should I say? But no, I do remember uh, Dana Carvey as uh, as Garth on the Wayne's World. You know when they're doing that skit, talking about I'm gonna hork. Oh, I was thought he said. Oh, you're right. He said hork and spew. He said spew as well and spew. I'm gonna spew or hurl. Yeah, 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 and a lot. And the people that were calling me out on this, it must not have been on this show, but some other show, somebody was saying, you don't say hork. That's when you're going out. You want to if you're going in, you're scarfing or you're you're mm-hmm. pounding it down or whatever the words are. And I said, no, we used to say, I'm gonna I'm gonna hork this whole bag of chips. Yeah, I'm gonna hork it oh, down. That's funny, you're right. Yeah. now it sounds wrong. Yeah. Way to ruin. I know I've a ruined it. I've ruined it for, for everybody. Nice job. <laughs> Find out what they do in Minnesota, and you'll be okay. Um, all right. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, today we're gonna do something a little bit different. Um, I think this is gonna be a good topic. It turns out I won't get into details here, but this has been a bit of a rough week uh, for the Frog Pants Land. Uh, oh. And I don't, again, I don't want to do specifics. I can talk to Wendy off air about it, but. Just kind of a, a rough thing came up that is shocking and hard to deal with, and and it and it got me to thinking about this very thing, not only for the person involved, but uh, for the rest of us who are hearing about it and wondering how to feel about it. Um, and sorry for the vagaries; I just don't think I can talk about it on TMS yet. But the uh, uh, the idea of self care is an important one. Also, I think it means something more in a modern context than it ever used to. 
In fact, oh, I don't think yeah. I've even heard that term until, I don't know, the last 10 years or something. So right. let's talk about it, what it is, how people can implement it, what resources they should look for, and so on. Okay. So let's talk first about, um, I'm, I'm going to pick, use you guys a little bit as my uh, guinea pigs here for your experience of Bring it on. stress. Mm. So think about, um, so what's happening more and more in my practice is I'm, working with younger and younger people who are having midlife crises and burnout and, you know, sort of panic attacks and just at a younger age, the effects of stress and um, anxiety are like, it just seems anecdotally like it's on the rise and it happens younger. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I would, I'd be interested in your, you know, Scott, you're really old, 50. (laughs) So you're, you're not you that watch. far, by the way. I'm I'm here waiting for you. I know. <clears throat> so you, but you have you've definitely like grew up in a world without what you have now. Whereas you know these 22 year olds I'm meeting with have had cell phones in their hands from the minute they could have them. You know, so there's a definitely a, a different uh, element to childhood now and some other parenting things that happen now that didn't exist when you were a kid. So you've got like that as a background. And then Brian, obviously you've got your own story here, but give me a sense of how you've experienced burnout, stress, managing all the things um, from like your younger years to sort of now. Do you feel like there's a, there's a big difference? Do you see others, like even your own children, does it feel sort of foreign how they are like the world feels to them versus how it felt to you at that age? Just give me kind of a sense. Of, I want to I want to first paint the picture of like over time because mm. there is some big differences that are showing up. And I just, let's get your two input first. Uh, Brian, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I mean, the, the corporate, <laughs> the quote unquote corporate world of um newspaper sales software support management that was probably i'm just kind of thinking back like that's the only time i really experienced a lot of burnout and stress uh and that sort of thing and i left that when the podcasting thing started i did that for a couple years as a hobby at night and then and then decide all right let's try and make a go of making this a business but um how i dealt so you're kind of wondering like how i dealt with it at the time of like getting burned out at that job yeah or just your experience of how stress uh, occurred in your life when you were younger versus what it sort of your experience of it now? I might, you know, I, I know I got stressed out with school, um, um, when I was younger and, and having to keep up with multiple projects and, Oh, you know, probably more, more of that, like in college at, um, uh, at the art school I went to, like having, you know, we had multiple classes. Each one had a major project due at the end of the semester. So I'd be working on this painting where I was taking the last supper and redoing it with all the Bloom County characters. And then I had to make a three-dimensional trade show display and, and all that. And it seems like, it seemed like probably had, have more work to do these days than I did back then, but definitely felt unprepared to handle all the work I had to do back then more than I do now. Right. Like I felt, felt way more buried by it all and, and unable to kind of keep up with everything. So what did you do to like, we're going to use this self-care concept. You did not call it that back then, but what was your self-care back then? How did you 
you know, re-energize when you're, you know, stressed and. Oh, I'd say alcohol. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> well, <I laughs> lots and lots of tasty alcohol. Right. No, um, I think I was always just taught to just put my head down and, and muddle through it. You know, I, I wasn't, okay. I never saw my dad say, I just had to get away from work for a while and yeah. I just had to go on a quick vacation. I'm just going to drop it all and go like he would, I'd see him stressed. I'd see him working hard and I would just see him basically, it has to be done. I'm just going to continue to work hard and going. and yeah, and keep going. And so I think that's the kind of thing that I did myself and probably not very healthy to just ignore the stress and burnout and say, well, it'll go away eventually. <laughs> Right. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep working hard and 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 uh, muddling through. Um, and, and I don't know if I'm even if I'm more inclined these days to say ah, I'm just gonna. You know. You know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna take a week off and say I'm doing this later and go treat myself to a trip somewhere. But because I don't feel like I could do that, I feel like it's. You know, you make commitments. You stick to your commitments. You honor your commitments. And well, and then you're stressed on the vacation because you. Yes, you because oh my god, yeah. yeah, that actually is the worst part. Is when I when I'm trying to enjoy something that I should be doing, should be enjoying, and I'm thinking about the things that are waiting for me back home that need to get done, or you know, clients that need that have work that needs to be done, or or t-shirts that need to get shipped out, or things like that. So yeah, for sure. It's not, it's not actually a freedom from that. Okay. So give me a sense real quick and then we'll switch to Scott. Sure. What you do now to manage the stress. And I'm talking maybe more little things, not necessarily a big old vacation, but what is your, what tactics do you, Um, and maybe you don't have any and you're just muddling through. No, I do. And and it's funny because it's kind of a, a fortunate side effect of, trying to do all the different things that I'm trying to do these days. Cause I do, I've got the, the freelance work, I've got the, um, uh, podcasting obviously. And then this lift thing that I've, you know, just kind of dabbling, I'm dabbling in lift in, in rideshare. Okay. Um, but it's, they kind of all work towards, all right, I'm feeling really stressed out on this website. I've been working on for the last three or four hours. I'm going to go drive lift for an hour and just drive people around listen to music, be in the car, still making money, still doing work. But, um, but just the change, not working any less hard, but yeah, it's just a total change of, of scenery. And that helps me so much. I was telling Scott that the thing I love about doing this, the, the lift, the lift stuff is that I can't multitask while I'm, while I'm driving somebody around. I can't say to myself, Ooh, I really should be working on this while I drive or figuring out songs for the show while I drive or preparing for a TMS while I drive. I just, uh, I'm given a, a task. I have one item on my to-do list at any given time. Once I complete that, I'm given a new item on my to-do list. And when I'm finished for the day, I have no items on my to-do list. <laughs> well, in some extent, like it forces you in the present because you're not driving from work and back and the same right. place where your brain can go. Right. You are actually navigating, Actively navigating and, and paying attention to the right. road that I just drove by that I was supposed to turn left on. And Right. And, and there's uh, a person in your car who's a stranger. So you're already <laughs> yes. more alert into your, into the present moment. That's cool. Yeah. yeah I like it. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. So uh, Scott, how about you? Your past self and your current self. Um, your past self? like stress wise and how did you handle it? It's funny you bring that up because it's definitely different. Um, there's, there's two very different me's when it comes to stressful stuff. 
not that one's better than the other because I I think <laughs> I'm in a bit of a quandary right now about a particular stressful thing. But like back in the day, um, I would just kind of like Brian, I would just sort of push through it. You and I were raised by, a, you know, our dad anyway, ha- never wanted help from anybody ever. Like it didn't matter what you were doing. If you were moving, we got it. If you're, uh, the business is struggling, we got this. Whatever the thing was, you didn't ask for help. And, you know, that, that for him, that translated a lot of things like he didn't go to the doctor very often or he didn't, you know, he just didn't like to do that stuff. Didn't want to put other people out was how I read it all the time. And I'm kind of the same way. And, and when I was younger, if something stressful would happen or something that would easily be rectified by me just saying, hey, can you help me move this weekend as an example? I wouldn't do it. Um, and I still don't do that. I hate that. I like to be super prepared, ready to go, and I don't need anyone's help doing it. Um, I can't stand it. I hate asking for help. So that's still kind of a thing. But that's one way that I would deal with the stress is I would just say, well, I'm capable. I'm going to put my head down and go for it. I'm just going to get this done. And what I started to do was, uh, you know, I felt like I could just get through whatever it was. And so I, for a long time, that is what I, that's totally what I did. But I'll say two things have happened in my more recent years. Uh, one <clears throat> is I'm less I'm less uh, trying to be a proxy for everybody else's problems. I've gotten better at saying, you know, instead of just having sympathy pain for everybody, I'm like, well, they kind of have to deal with their own stuff. I'm going to deal with my stuff. I can't control them and I can't change things for them. So I'm going to stop worrying for them all the time. I've gotten better at that. And that is a that's been a big stress reliever for me because I'm just less. I mean, some say it's you just have less Fs to give, but maybe that's part of it. But I just don't. I just maybe I've just finally learned I can't fix everybody else. So I can only do what I can do. And that's helped. But on the other hand, um, here's a bold statement. I think that social media and the way I internalize it has made me more stressful. Um, and in, and in recent months, I've really had to start coming to terms with this. And, uh, I think it's hard for people to admit because they don't want to admit that this thing that's relatively new and as a human construct has any ill effects. A hundred percent new. How is this relatively new? Right. It's, it's new in the larger scheme of human history. It couldn't be newer. Right. Yeah. So, so I, th- I think that it's not been great for me in that regard. And especially in this po- current climate, um, politically sp- speaking, especially I let it get to me so bad. Like it really gets to me mm-hmm. to the point that I'm just full of rage and nowhere to put it. And so, um, so these days that's my, I think that's kind of my number one stress and it, and it permeates a lot of what I, you know, my head, I just, it, the thoughts are popping in my head all the time about it. All of it, I can't do a thing about other than, you know, you know, politics and change happen at home. They happen with people, you know, it happens in your immediate circle. And so I try to focus on that stuff, but it's, it's hard. So it's like a new kind of stress that I was not prepared for. And I'm now sort of in that process of like, I need, that needs to go, dude. I freaking hate it. Like it's, and then once again, it comes down to any habit that's a bad one is, you know, how do you stop? worrying about why you know how do you stop this habit of well first thing i'm doing this morning is i'm on the can anyway may as well check my twitter feed like 
<laughs> and, and and the thing is, I don't have a, it, it's not, Twitter isn't the problem. The followers I have aren't the problem. Uh, they're, that's a very positive place. That's a positive environment. There's lots of great feedback. There's talk about shows and fun stuff I love. And people saying, did you see this trailer for this rad movie? Oh yeah, dude, that's so cool and exciting. That's what I, that's who I follow. And that's who I interact with. And that's great. But then I'll go just check these, you know, these lists I have, like news lists and, and things, and I'll just be mm. incensed. And part of my logical brain goes, you know, it's not so much that things are worse. It's, it's also that things are just louder and more available to your brain. It's up to me to yeah. turn that off or to shove it away or to push it to the side. It's just really hard. So I've gotten myself into like a bad uh, loop in the last couple of years, I would say, when it, when it comes to that stuff. Um, and so I'm not dealing with it very well over there, if I'm totally honest. But I have gotten a lot better at dealing with stress on the ground level. Like things I used to worry about my kids about constantly, I don't worry about as much, partly because they're kind of baked and good. You know, they're good kids yeah. and they're making good choices. And I, I can see that. And, you know, everyone's got their struggles, but it's just not the same. Um, if this was 30 years ago, I would be stressed about that grandbaby constantly because he's little yeah. and precious and, and breakable and all that. But I don't now because I have confidence in Taylor and Dylan and, and it just feels right. And those kinds of things that used to, you know, used to be constant in my head. Those have all gone away. Now it's this esoteric out there, can't control it well beyond the border type of communication that I can't do anything about. And so have you ever wondered if it's just it's been replaced like it just found a new place a, a little bit? Yeah, like some they just picked, got up and switched seats. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing because I, you know, like this thing I'm being vague about that happened recently within yeah. our Frog Pants family circles um, is the first time in a long time I've had to deal with something that is is very close and personal and is that kind of stress again. Because if I'm if I'm honest, I've been very lucky in the last, I don't know, 10 years with all things family and 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 immediate relationships like it's all good in the hood. I don't have, there's no big skeletons in anyone's closet. There's no big hovering weirdness. Like all my friends and co-hosts and, and, and even fans for that matter, we've got a nice thing going. Yeah. It's, it's just once in a while something will pop up and you're like, oh, right. That's a terrible thing and now we have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had to do that for a while. And instead, my brain's been filled with stuff I can't control and about people who I have zero influence over. Um. So anyway, I don't. I, that's a lot of babbling, and I don't know if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, And uh, in your head, with things you have zero influence over, is like a recipe for awesome. <laughs> you, it's right. the worst. Right. And yet, uh, I think as a general rule, anxiety um, has it just will find a home. And so it's it's possible that that's part of that that dynamic is it doesn't need to be with the kids anymore. So I found somewhere else to go. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so so let's take. Just the reality of of your younger, your modeled certain behaviors. Both of you mentioned your your dads and kind of what you watch them do, and then how that translates into you know how you get through college in the early years, and then we add this whole world where we can talk to strangers anywhere and fight about stuff, and it's a whole another level of of uh, of stress, of anxiety, of 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 um sort of having your feet knocked out from under you a couple of times. I was just thinking as you were talking, imagine years ago you worked in an office and, you know, 
somebody, your coworker came up and you got in a screaming match about a project that would sit in your brain all night. You'd have to work it through. It would be a massive deal. Mm -hmm. That is every other conversation you can have on Twitter. Can, can do that consistently. Same yeah. Thing. Yeah. You and you can, can find anyone to argue with day and night on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it never ends. yeah. If yeah, you're looking for it, you're not going to have a hard time finding it. It's right. And now, everywhere. and now right. think about how our systems work and how they've developed over time. So you went from one minute, it being maybe one argument in your office a year or a lifetime <laughs> and maybe some challenges at home or, you know, here or there and time in between, et cetera. I mean, we we've never been great great at that. We we do have lots of lots of medicines we've taken to avoid our problems in in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's 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 a potential constant, um, and yet it's addictive. So it's not that it, you know there's elements to this. There's a reason. You know, if you said to anyone else, "Oh, there's this thing in my life that causes me all this pain," and this, and they're like, "And you don't have to do it," and it's like, "No, it's a choice." Okay, that makes no sense. But it's because it has the positives and it has addictive elements to it. So here's where we get to the the moment. And I think for young folks, they don't have both of these stories. They have one. And that story is, well, I go to school and girls are mean and they leave me out. And then all night on Twitter, they're bullying me or, you know, some version of uh, I'm excluded from Snapchat. No one swipes right on me. Like you have a constant barrage of attacks on sort of your person, uh, your value, how you feel about yourself, your place in the world. I mean, and that's, so they don't have some first version. And how do I deal with stress? Oh, I do it by working harder. They have this second version that is, I also have to work hard, look perfect, act like an influencer, (laughs) you know, like all of this at once. It's incredibly, okay, if I'm painting this bad enough, okay, Well, part, part, <laughs> part of it is you You're need this. You're starting to stress me out just talking about it. I this. know, right? Part of it is you need, you need, sometimes you just need confirmation. Like I find, I mean, I'll admit to doing this since we're all in confessional here. Um, if I'm really upset about, say, something that happens in the polit- political realm, something happened last night, for example, completely upsetting and horrible. And I... It just builds up in me. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, how is this possible? I need to talk to somebody who agrees with me. <laughs> and so I'll get on Twitter or my political account and I'll bark it out. And then I'll get two or three things of support uh, or like-minded people. And I'll, there's a, you know, I don't know what that's hap- what's happening in my brain, but my brain goes, all right, see, there you go. Two or three people totally agreed with you on there. And then, you know, uh, and I'm good until somebody pipes in and goes, you don't know what you're talking. And then I'm suddenly back into this boat of like, whatever. It's, 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 it's a poopy circle, dude. It sucks. It is. It really is. And, and that is a very deep human need to be seen, to be agreed with, because what that means is I'm safe, right? The feeling Mm -hmm. is, and, and this is where I'm getting to. You're safe because you're surrounded by people, like-minded people, you mean? Right. We're tribal, right? Which is Mm -hmm. if I am odd, I'm going to be left to die outside the village, right? That it's, it's, that's our DNA. Our DNA is not, you know what, I'm going to have this thing in my hand that all day long I look at and tells me, you know, that we aren't built for this at all. And there is a, what's interesting is if it hurt us directly immediately, no one would buy a phone. (laughs) right? Because it would hurt immediately. But what we haven't been great at, and time has not passed, 
you know, enough time has not passed. We don't know everything quite yet that it's the, the subtle impact that sort of ongoing impact is losing grounding mm -hmm. and starting to see everyone as your enemy, right? Because at any moment your phone can ding and an enemy can make you feel like garbage. That's crazy. If you mm -hmm. think about that, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Versus before you'd have to travel to another village to find an enemy, right. right? And so we're just not, our our cortisol, our stress system, our feedback loops, our brain, our chemistry is trying to adjust. But you know what it does is it, it it's anxious. That's one of its responses is to be worried about everything because then I'm vigilant, I'm prepared, I'm, I'm protecting myself from getting hurt. And then I run out of steam and depression is another one. Depression is another sign of like, I can't do this anymore. And so what I'm seeing is 22 year olds who are barely able to move mm -hmm. and they have nothing wrong in their lives, nothing. Yeah. And you're going, how is this possible? Everything's ahead of you. But if you can't feel hope or you can't, you, you know, anytime you're in a good mood, it can be slashed in a second. You know, like there's a lot of stuff that maybe is going on. Okay. So I get it. Everyone's going to keep their phones. No one's going to say, oh, Wendy's right. Let's be done. You know, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. Right. So the answer, and I've, I've really been uh, digging into this lately because I think I, I, I'm watching it actually in action and, and really helping people. And I know it's true for myself. So I have not done a, you know, double blind study on this yet. But what I found is that when people can get really good at implementing self-care in their lives, I call it self-care anchoring. I made that up. I'm not even sure. But nice. anyway, nice that, and I'm thinking like a tent, like you've got your four things that anchor the base of your tent and yeah, then you the, got your the thing. But those yeah. anchors, if they're in place and are regularly happening, and then these other things, there's, there's a way to counterbalance this. Okay. So here's something interesting. You're going to go, what this is, I'll get back to self-care, I promise. But there is some, a study that has recently come out of um, the Yale Child Study Center. Um, it's Dr. Eli Lebowski. Le Lebowitz. You should check you it really out. You really wanted it to be Lebowski, didn't yeah, you? I did, I did. Too. Oh, my I gosh. Did, too. did you hear that? Okay. Oh, man. So here's what's cool. They took these kids. So we got way more kids with anxiety today. Um, so they take 124 kids, seven, age 7 to 14. They put them in random three random groups, 12 weeks of treatment. The one group gets therapy for anxiety, the kid, the yeah. other group gets, um, some kind of like support, you know, some other random group of treatment. Right. And then the third one, which is the most exciting one is that kids do not do any therapy. It's just the parents. Okay. Just and what they are finding mm. is that the recovery rate from anxiety is hugely successful when it's just the parents going. Really? So hmm. That is opposite of what everyone has always thought. I would have it's said that's totally opposite. Yeah. The problem. Mm. But here's what we're realizing. It's how the parents are responding to kids' emotions, how they respond to the anxiety that that essentially makes it clinical or not. Right. So what they do is they teach the parents how to respond to the kids and not make it worse, but to, in fact, enable the kid to... Um, feel confident to it's normal to feel these concerned feelings. You got this. Like, you know, I'm not saying all the right things they've said, but it, it essentially like that. Um, and they're finding that it's making a big, big difference. Hmm. And so if you think about that, okay, okay. So how I'm applying this to this is that 
our feedback system. So in the case of children and parents, the parents, I mean, there's a reason they're stressed out. You just described why you're so stressed out and it's unrelated. Like, let's say you had a 10 year old at home. Your stress right now is related completely to strangers fighting on the internet. Mm -hmm. So when you go to talk to your kid about the world he's navigating and how freaked out he is, you're bringing freak out with you, right? Yeah. So parents are more stressed, which then in turn and and stresses guess out what? transfers to the kids. Yeah. We all got we all got bullied when no one knew the word bully. <laughs> right. Right? right? And so here we are as adults of parents going, no way will my kid go through any of that. So parents are intervening in in ways based on their own sort of stuff and their concerns and they're valid. They're totally valid. But the way we come marching in it has an impact on our kids and their ability to handle the stress. So we have a whole sort of new scenario happening because of the way things are currently playing out for adults. Then it transfers to kids and then kids don't have any foundation without the screaming social media of they're, they're okay or they're not okay. And it changes every minute. So you have a lot of factors happening there. Okay. So I want to just paint all of, I just want to make this so scary. So you will do the thing I'm about to tell you to do. Is it working? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's working. You got Business us. Numbers. Got us where you want us. Yep. Yeah, I got you where I want. Okay, so I want everyone listening to get a piece of paper out, real paper with a pen. I'm going to do it right now. Real yeah. paper, real pen, real paper, real Hold pen. On. And okay, I want you to write one to 10 on that paper. One to 10. Okay. One to 10. All right. And here's what you're going to do it's going to take a minute and you're not going to finish, of course. But I want you to start to write down 10 things that bring you joy. And they need to be uncomplicated joy. It cannot be Netflix. Sorry, folks. I know. this is, Netflix is the drug of choice. <laughs> it's incredibly effective. Mm-hmm. It can change your mood in a half, half a second. Yeah. It's all good. And yet it's not. It is a drug. And I love it. But I hate it. What if it's so a me. thing Where's on Netflix? What if I say Futurama reruns? What if I say that? So you can get super specific. It has to be like. 20 minutes of my favorite memes or something. But here's the problem. Okay. None of that exists. It's always it's always a suck to do more. But what it's actually doing to your brain is not relaxing it. It may give you pleasure and fun and like escape. But I'm, I'm talking this list. I'm, I'm going to give you an example. Here's an example. And it doesn't work for everyone, but man, it works for me. A hot bath. Okay. Like sitting in my own filth in a hot, hot bath. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, if I am like, I can't do thing, it's over. I'm so stressed out. That is magic. Okay. Like everything changes. So usually I need to listen to some music. I don't have to, but it just has to be so hot. Like a dermatologist would be concerned. That's right. funny. Cause you and you and your brother both like excessive heat. Yeah. Like heat. Yeah. What is that about? Mom was uh, this way or no mom's the opposite. She doesn't like extreme anything. If she's too hot or too hot or too cold, she'll tell you. But I feel like the rest of the Johnson clan, we were all happy in the heat. Maybe it was like Pal all the time or something. I, I feel like it's not necessarily outside heat that's the thing. There's something about hot water. Well, I don't know. I just like I love hot it too. Yeah. hot water. But like yeah. going anyway. to like Vegas in August, I can't. Oh, I love it. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that kind of heat. But so here's the thing. Think that's about what I just heat. said. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It is totally uncomplicated. There is nothing. Okay, I get a little pruny. What are my side effects from a hot bath? A little pruny. Well, I need to drink. Some uh, can water I give after. Can I give an example of one I just use? Yeah. You tell me if it's right. Yeah. A cold pillow before I go to bed. 
Totally. I love a cold, Mm. comforty. Oh, I just want to curl up with a cold pillow. Put a cold pillow on your list. That is uncomplicated joy. All right. So uh, another one, I I need a bowl of popcorn like once a week. (laughs) Just, Just mine. Only okay. me, usually, mm-hmm. usually the uh, kettle corn with a little, little sweet, mm-hmm. and I can watch a movie or not. I just need popcorn, and and so for me, that's not complicated. For someone else, a food item might be a complicated thing, like they feel guilt after or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to be careful. So this is this is tricky, and it should not take you two seconds. It should be what are your what are un- uncomplicated joy giving behaviors? So just the other day, I was talking to somebody, and theirs was. Swimming, but not swimming in the way you think. Theirs is being underwater, holding their breath for as long as they can, and just that silence and that pressure that you feel when you're underwater mm-hmm. just like calms her. That's why people like the, the like depuration tanks or those ones totally. that you get in and they right, squeeze the you. Yeah, right, yeah. the floating tanks, yeah. So huh. get specific. And if you are listening to this going, I don't have anything, then you're in trouble. <laughs> it means... <laughs> Because there's no because, joy in your life. Right. There's no joy in that. And, it, and here's the thing. Maybe you just haven't found some of these things, and that's okay, right? Um, but finding them is really important. So another one for me is just being in nature. Like, I just need to be where it's quiet and wild. I cannot, and I can be in a park that feels that way, and that can sort of do it. But I need a forest, or I need to walk around a lake. I need something outside. That's really big for me. Yeah. Always has been since I was a kid. So I think like maybe the, a good question to ask yourself is as a kid, what worked for me? What was that thing? Um, and et cetera. Okay. So make, you're going to make a list, 10 things, and these need to be nearly free. Sometimes you may have to pay a little money to do one of these things, but if it's a massage, yeah, that's, yeah, uh, you need so to do I something put- you can do. I can't put uh, play some craps. Drive up to <laughs> Central City, or, you know, Blackhawk, and play some. Uh, <laughs> okay, shoot some so craps, real quick, that's is that complicated? One. Is that complicated? I guess yeah, because I'm having to drive up there and and all that. Yeah. It's not something that I can do in 20 minutes. So yeah, okay. that that falls out. It's somewhere. complicated, and also like if you lost a money, a lot of money playing, yeah, would be you? more stress. Okay, yeah. okay, so that doesn't work. It's got to be more simple. <laughs> I'm happy to have lots of joys in your life. It's great, but. This needs to be <laughs> these very, very basic ones. Okay. Sure, sure. So, for example, I was in charge of, Allie has this little group of girls she meets with on a weekly basis, like a little Girl Scout thing. And I was knowing, I knew we were going to talk about this today. And so I was like, we're doing a self-care thing. And so what I did, I made all the girls wear a face mask. <laughs> so they all had on these, you know, whatever, uh, cucumber face masks. And I gave them really good ice cream, some nice haagen ice cream bars. And played Pachelbel's Canon Indy. <laughs> I made them lay down, and I said, "Just breathe. Mm. Just like, don't think about anything else. Whatever pops in your head is fine. Just breathe." I just wanted them to feel what it's like to stop mm. and to not worry about what other people were thinking. And that was a little tough because a bunch of thirteen to seventeen year olds like to worry about they have a face mask on. So it was a little harder for them to relax than maybe. Um, an older lady was with us and she passed, like she fell asleep. <laughs> wow. So it was pretty awesome. Anyway. And so we practiced one last night of just a little bit of maybe physical self-care, right? So it's deep breathing. Meditation is a great one to add to this list. Um, you know, something that like painting your toenails sometimes could just be enough to feel a million times better. You guys should try it. But like, so it can be very simple. 
shouldn't take a ton of time but, and should probably basically be free. But. By the way, somebody in the chat room, after you talked about it can't be complicated, yeah. was this? It made me laugh. He says, oh, well, let me remove pot prostitutes. So he's taking that <laughs> off his list. So that's, that just made me yeah, laugh. That's anyway. definitely complicated. Yeah. Uh, and if you're confused about what's complicated or not, ask a buddy and they'll, right? Um, and, and okay, so we've got these 10 things. Let's say you already have your list, but everyone do your I list. do have my list. I did all 10. Oh, wow. Do you want okay. me to read wow. it? I don't, I don't mind sharing it. You want me to read yeah, it? Yeah, share them. Let's hear them. All right. Time with Van. That's just a, that's like being in the most peaceful place ever. That kid's amazing. And I don't mean the van that you drive. I mean the kid named <laughs> time in the van, in um, the back of the van. He's, the he's just, he's like, I don't know. He soothes everything. Um, drawing with Carter. I like just sit and draw with her and be creative. Okay. That's not complicated. Not hard. Uh, a cold pillow. I mentioned that nap with the dog. Mm-hmm. Get one of those in today sometime. <laughs> I love napping with my dog. Um, Steak and kimchi, a little work. It's not complicated, though. Uh, Best, or sorry, back scratch from Kim. That just puts me to sleep. Space music. That's general, but I just like spacey music. Uh, Hugs from my kids. Uh, Whoops, I dropped my list. Hold on. Ninth is um, uh, reading a book on the porch, uh, preferably in the summer. Winter would be dumb. And then finally, listening to Southern Cross. That's just a song. That's like a song it. that chills me out. If I ever just need to just yeah. find a, find my Zen, I go listen to that song. That's awesome. Okay. Those are perfect examples. You just reminded perfect. me of one I like. So perfect. Thanks. Guys. Brian, perfect. you should and read yours. I'm glad you read it. Brian, you should read yours. I want to hear I want to hear Brian's. Do we get to hear Brian's? I don't you can hear mine. I only I don't have ten yet. I'm still working on it. But uh uh a ride on the bike, which I had this morning, was great. Yeah. Um sushi of any form. I mean, all right, not complicated. I can there's a place nearby that I can just drive to and get a roll anytime nice. I want. Yeah. Uh cat on sleeping cat on my lap in the recliner. Oh that's right. relatively easy to do now that we've uh two hundred percent more cats in this house. <laughs> um uh Star Trek Next Generation, an episode of that mellows me out, yeah. calms me down. Yeah. The comfort food sure. usually leads to sleeping in the recliner. Yeah. Uh Everybody's Changing by Keen. It's a song kind of like Scott's Southern Cross. There's something very satisfying about that song. Mm-hmm. Um that's that's as far as I've got. I'm still that's I'm still great. composing the list. That's good. Uh, Those are great. That's good. And yeah. and I'm glad you read them out loud because sometimes people have forgotten what these things are yeah. Yeah. I had to take and prostitutes they, off my list after the, yes, time, the chat room. thank you yeah. friend in the chat room yeah no truly like we're we've lost access to these and and unfortunately there's some kids not even developing access to these right mm-hmm. um because they're not in nature they're not solving problems so pete the other day i let him play this little dumb game on my phone and i watched a heroin addiction start in front of me <laughs> i have i have never seen it that fast yeah. It was horrifying. Yeah. And he was so sad and so miserable. And I was like, okay, we're done. So that was after a day. So we're done. And I go to the library and I find it's called The Dangerous Book for Boys. Mm. It is awesome. Everyone should own it. Dangerous it's Book for Boys? The Dangerous Book for Boys. Okay. And it is all the stuff a boy should do or could do. And a girl. Like everyone could use this book. A grandma. But it's just fun. It's like... <laughs> It's Everyone fun for a girl and a boy, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, it's fun yeah, for a girl and a boy. It's how to, how to make a good airplane. <laughs> it's like a you know? slinky, like, Brian. It's just like yes, a slinky. That's exactly what I was going for. It's yeah, for a girl nice work. Nice work. Yeah. Anyway, here yeah. it is. I found it. Con Lud- 
Lugugan. How do you say that person's name? Oh, Il Googlin. Oh, sure. Anyway, it's a dangerous book for boys. It's on Amazon for a hardcover ten ninety nine, Kindle like twelve bucks. So yeah, and it no looks like old timey writing. Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks super old. It looks like a poster from like a like an old uh, fair uh, uh, mm, circus came to town. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. And it's just like like make a bomb, claw, like claw your <laughs> I don't know, climb a tree and. I don't know, make arrows. Like, it's just kind of like, and what's happened is I just hand it to the boys. I'm like, find something dangerous to do. Mm. And they are like, oh, let's do this. And they just, it's fun. <laughs> and there's just stuff to learn about. And it just feels old school, old timey. Oh, and look at this. This is so good. Look, they have a page that says so essential, essential gear, Swiss army knife, compass, handkerchief, box of matches, a shooter. Uh, let's see. They're, they're talking about marbles there. Uh, needle and thread, pencil and paper, small flashlight, magnifying glass, band-aids, fish hooks. And then they taught, there's a whole section on the greatest paper airplane in the world. I know. <laughs> we made it. For three hours, we made paper airplane. Oh, wow. This is three great. Hours. That's, what a that's fun great. book. And here's the thing. I, the joy in my kid. I, he went from detoxing after one day of a dumb video. I don't even know what it was. It's like a mining game. And it's about money. Was, no, it, was it Minecraft? It wasn't Minecraft. No, it was it. called Idle Miner. Oh, it's, uh, it's not even. So it's not even like a. Yeah, these idle games are the freaking worst, man. Like, what the crap? Anyway, yeah. okay, I just found there's one for the daring. So I think it's the, similar. The daring what? Wait, hold on. I'm gonna reset our location. The daring what? Would you call it? Daring book for girls. Oh, oh, oh. That's is it. Same author. That's it's the not the same author, but it's got the same font. So they're tricking us. Mm. I don't know. But it may be good. Who knows? Okay. But I, you, the thing about it is I, I can watch in real time what like harms my kid and what brings him like joy. Yeah. And so if kids don't have access to building this list, like knowing they like a cold pillow and enjoying that because they're so worried about Twitter, yeah. we're in trouble, right? Yeah. Okay, so here's the homework that goes with this. You've got your list of 10, yeah. and this is crucial. You do one every single day, no matter what. So what you do is you have a, the list by your mirror in your bedroom or your, you know, whatever. And you just check one off every single day. And for 10 days in a row, you do something that brings you joy. That That is, this is the anchoring self-care. Okay. So self-care also looks like paying your dang taxes and like getting, going to the dentist, right? So self-care has other things that are kind of more stressful and complicated that are important, right? They're important to get um, done, right? Like I, yeah. I would consider one of those self-care things like get the show prepped the night before. That's a small one, but for TMS, right. when your head is clear, you're about to knock off for the day, like get in there, get it going so you're not scrambling in the morning to get it done. That that is feels like a form of self-care. Totally. And everyone's going to be very different in these ways, but there's some basics of like eating well, getting a little exercise, sleeping, you know, human right. requirements. Right. Um, that's self-care. We're all pretty garbage at. And then, you know, maybe in relationships <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. It's complicated out there. But if we have our anchoring basic ones in place, there is something about this. So I want everyone to try this. So for 10 days, you do one every single day. That's why it has to be doable. It can't be going up gambling every day. Right. <laughs> um, and so, and then here's what I want. I want everyone to tell me the difference. Like you make your list today, write a general, how am I feeling? How am I doing? How am I managing my stress? What's my optimism look like? 
and then do one of these every single day. So you are consciously picking a thing that you like and you make sure it's done. That means it's midnight. I'm exhausted. I haven't done it. Then I go put my pillow in the freezer. <laughs> and I get my cold pillow All for right. the night. All right. You, so you just do something every day for 10 days. And I promise you, then reevaluate in 10 days and see the difference. But there once difference. once again, with all of these ideas that you bring to the show or otherwise, you have to do the work of doing it. Like the consistent 10-day yeah, yeah. thing. And you're not saying you have to do them one of each of these a day no. and then make sure you, you get the whole hot 10. bath every day whatever yeah. whatever works okay. for you yeah and here's the thing you're gonna want to i promise that's the cool part this isn't like all right now it's surgery every day this is like oh yeah that thing i love i'm supposed to do it i'm gonna go do it yeah and that it's just a pricking of your conscience to remind you to do this that's why we have to have homework people but then you <laughs> you know you you make it a habit yeah. Um, when I have people who are in serious distress, I make them do two a day and they are usually harder to do because we have to get them out of the hole. It's, it's really, it's really powerful though. So for the average person though, do your 10, do one each day. And, and then I would like a report. I don't, I know you two at least. Could you guys do it? Oh yeah. I'm totally going to do it. I'm totally going to okay. do it. Yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. In fact, the first one I'm going to do, I already know. <laughs> where's Ra what? where's rainer i'm taking a nap with the dog today sometime done yeah done. just a 15 minute just get on the couch and curl up and she is the sweetest dog to nap with i'm not kidding it's the best thing it just makes me happy to think about it so that's happening today but it's happening already yeah. like look at that the power of that i've got this nice. stuck to my uh screen we'll totally do this and then um i think in a like well, i guess it'd have to be 10 days so an episode Two episodes or we can later. just follow up in seven days. Yeah, yeah, yeah seven that's days fine. Is a good amount of time. Yeah, yeah. There we go. and we'll say how we've done. I like that. Yeah. Homework, everybody. Okay. Homework. It's like I have to get sushi today for lunch. Oh, well, <laughs> you have to have joy. I Sorry, have to have it on. It's on my list. I had to do it. Hey, Tina. Brian, you got to have a little joy. Tell her that. Just say, got to have, have some a joy. joy, Tina. I need a little joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell her to do the same. She'll love it. Everyone, everyone benefits. I promise. What if yeah. your favorite thing to do every day is to squirt? joy I'll better finish the sentence yeah i'll Please finish quickly it. finish the sentence you use you use joy uh dishwashing liquid and you oh. s squirt it at the dog what if that brings you joy wait that brings the dog joy never well, mind I think, that, in trouble. I think it's probably an unwritten rule that something that brings you joy can't cause other <laughs> other people grief okay. or harm or an pain animal. or yes all right that yeah. no that, i think that's a good thing to bring up so i'm glad that brian did because yeah. you don't want to do yeah. nothing on this list should I like to go to the in. highway and throw rocks at cars that go <laughs> under the underpass. That oh, freaks me out. Man, that chills nope. me out. Yeah, don't do that. All right, this is a great idea. We'll definitely do this. We'll follow up. Uh, practice some health care or some health care, some uh, self-health, self, uh, self-care, self sorry. Uh, do that, everybody at home, and let us know that you're in on this because it'd be fun to do this as a big group. Um, and then we'll wow. report back to Wendy next week on how we did. Here. Also, you do exist on Twitter now. I found out because you replied. I do to something. because I love your running for twenty twenty. That made me laugh, and so I was like, I'm going to write something. And then I was like, Ew, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm out. Yeah, you should, <laughs> you should get in there more. We'll you should get in there more. I did like someone. Someone's comment was like, "It's a wild Wendy." I'm yeah. like, that's right. I'm out in the wild. I will show up once in a while. That's somebody. Funny. Somebody wrote, it, "It's real. It wasn't a fake or like they. <laughs> it, it was an actual thing. They can't believe it exists." So. Uh yes, it's uh, Therapy Thursdays confirmed. That's the name of the uh, the Twitter confirmed. account. So Therapy Thursdays, Wendy has it on some device, 
and may or may not type things there. So check that out. <laughs> uh, I think that's everything. Anything else you want to mention before we wow. go? No, just go forth and find some joy this all week, right. people. It's all joy all week, everybody. We'll see you next time. Oh, she hung up before, wow. before me. Wow. Like, all right. Rather like sister. Wow. Yeah, that's how we do it here. Mm-hmm. My parents would say that's not them at all, but I think we probably got it from them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Hey, that's the end of the show, everybody. That was fun. I enjoyed that. We should do more of those. They're le- they're le- like Bob, right in a free hotel room. Did that? Was that less dour for you? Did you way less? Yeah, way less uh, depressing. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you're, and your your um your thing at the end here, this request at the end of the show, your music isn't going to be something super sad, is it? You don't have a sad one today, do you? It's not a sad song. I don't think it's a sad. Re- well, it's the request from yesterday, so it's not even. I'm not even going to get a, you know, like a quota request because it was the person who wrote in yesterday and wanted. Oh, it. gotcha. Okay. So there you go. And yes, a few people have asked. Well, I fixed the music the other day. I literally put it in. <laughs> I texted Brian and I fixed it immediately. I now have further safeguards in place to ensure that a song does not go out without music. Put it on your list of things that bring you joy. <laughs> oh, I like attaching. I like putting a couple songs into a media file. Yep. And I, oh, I, there's I, something I, very satisfying about that. I shared with Brian that if I had an 11th thing, here I'll. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It would be this. I'm, I'm adding this, by the way, to my my YouTube playlist. Do you guys know what this is? This is uh, so for those listening. If you feel like number the, one, number one, I'll be in my ready room. I'll be in my ready room. Like this is the engine ambient engine noise of the TNG uh, Enterprise, and there's tw- it's a 12 hour YouTube clip of the ambient engine noise inside the ship. And I could listen to this for well, I could listen for twelve hours if I wanted to. This is um, this is actually what they play on the uh, uh, the, the city hall steps to keep ensigns from sleeping in the park. <laughs> Those dirty ensigns. Those dirty ensigns. You bastards, leaving their poo and their paper and their stuff everywhere. <laughs> anyway, I could listen to that all day. All right, um, <laughs> demonetized. <laughs> yeah, demonetized. <laughs> Uh, wait there's a 10 forward one what what hold on oh is it uh you can hear conversations from actual episodes ambient i am not a merry man i'm gonna play it let's see eight hours of 10 forward ambient i don't hear anyone talking let me skip ahead oh yeah Okay, I can hear occasional like a door open, <laughs> somebody talking. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. You can hear Whoopi in the background. Is is Guinan talking like uh, talking about the latest thing on the View? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, Joy Behar, everybody. <laughs> Wait, there's a DS9. Now I'm all freaking out. Let's see what the DS9 one sounds like. Okay. Oh yeah, that's some Cardassian big metal ship sound, isn't it? Yeah, that's. I mean, basically just. What do they need that for, right? It's just, uh, they don't have to fly anywhere. They don't have engines. They just need to sit in place. Yeah, that's intense. Keep the lights on in the Lido deck. I have uh, I have that arcade one that I really like. Um, yeah. yeah. But no one else likes me playing it because they think it's annoying, but I like oh, it. Oh, they, they... I've played it on chat like pre-show before, and people are like, oh, I had to mute the channel. I can't do it. And for me, that chaos of a million arcade machines is just beautiful sound. I love it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, great show today. Thanks, everybody, for being here. It was here. fun. Yeah, fun. had a really good time. Really good time. No p.m. tomorrow. I'll be gone. Um, yes. However, 
We're back Monday, normal stuff. So it's all good Monday. Uh, there will be a film sack this weekend, but not a normal film. We're doing a watch right. along of a TNG episode, actually. Speaking of TNG, yes, we watched the episode The Captain's Holiday, yeah. where Picard goes to Risa and uh, and and Riker makes him buy a penis-shaped um, <laughs> Tiki doll. Uh, love toy. Yeah, love toy. Whatever love, the crap that toy. thing was. And it had a weird... The Horgon. Uh, it had Rom, a, a sneak preview of, of uh, not really Rom, but a, another Ferengi right. played by the Rom actor. Rodenschick. Yeah, whatever his first name is. Yep. Alex Rodenschick, is yep. that his name? And they had those weird lizard people that touch their heads to disappear all the time. Those were cool. <laughs> the, the roofers. Yeah, the roofer, <laughs> the two roofers. So it's a really good one. And uh, mm. not the episode, but our coverage of it. So you're going to get that this weekend. That's right. You're going to want to watch... You're going to want to have the episode... Like, basically, we tell you which episode, but go to Netflix, have that episode ready to go when you listen to our show so that you can watch it along with us and enjoy it. Indeed. Um, but other than that, a lot of content being pushed for next week because of me being gone. But we'll be back Monday with another mm -hmm. TMS. If you like our show, and I know that you do, go to patreon.com slash TMS and support it. Look at a level and say, hey, that one's for me. I want some tea every month from uh, phoenixbrilltea.com. Yeah, good, from Gwen. Yeah, good deal. Patreon.com slash TMS has you covered. But if you're all the way on the other side, you're like, I've just got this $1 to give you once a month, literally $12 a year for how much content? Let's see. How many shows we do a month? Eight, you'll 16? You'll easily spend that much on a Michael Bolton CD, right? right. Just give it to us. Right. Let's go to a far better place. Yes. Uh, hold on. If we do, I'm going to do the math. 16 okay. episodes a month times 12. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's, uh, hold on, times 12. Okay, so we that's. Do, we do like 20 episodes a month, Scott. Do we? Okay, 20. Yeah, like times... four weeks, five episodes a week. So times 12. You're right. 240 episodes a year for $12? That's silly. What have we done to ourselves? This is stupid. <laughs> so take advantage of our stupidity. Patreon.com slash TMS. And thank you for those Can who have already supported us. Can we flip that and have them give us $240 <laughs> and we only do 12 episodes a year? Can we, can we uh, rearrange this situation a little bit? I mean, it really is. I mean, mushed potatoes, you can say it feels like that. But it is. is there a bigger advantage right now in podcasting? No. <laughs> no. Like, take advantage Sorry. of how dumb we are. So we were just dumb and now take advantage of it. Frogpants.com slash TMS is for everything else. That's going to do it. Brian, song, song, song. Yes. Uh, before that, I will tell you that tomorrow there will be a Coverville Guess the Connection episode, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville, or coverville.com slash live is another way to do it. Um, I will say, as a little bit of a hint, it has something to do with something that we talked about in the last 90 minutes, mm. the, uh, the, the connection between the six covers that I play. So there will be a prize involved. Come win a prize. Tell me what the six songs have in common. Twitch.tv slash cover. What's at 1 p.m. Friday tomorrow, July 19th. Nice. Okay. Nice. Uh, I I played uh, that new slang cover for yesterday. Did you even, have you listened to it? I yet? have not listened to it yet. I want okay. to. Oh, no, I, I did too. To the it. one from yesterday. I totally listened to it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was the substitute request. Let's go ahead and get to the actual request from uh, KT Data. This is a song called Slam Crunk. It's by Holiday Parade. I'm going to tell you there are a lot of songs in here. I'm not going to tell you what those songs are because it's more fun as you listen to this to recognize all the little uh, interjections that they put into the song. So the band is Holiday Parade. It is kind of a mashup, but it's not a mashup where they take the, the uh, actual songs. They're, this is a recorded, performed mashup, I should say. Slam Crunk. 
going out to KT Data. Happy birthday, KT Data. Here is Holiday Parade. Woo, he's awesome. Local KT he's Data. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, he is. Utahan. Holding it all down here in Salt Lake City with me. Uh-huh. Uh, have a fantastic weekend, everybody. We'll see you on the other side. That is to say Monday. Goodbye. She was a girl that made me do the hula hoop around the gym. In high school, she was a girl that made me do the hula hoop around the gym. Never thought that she would go and work for the president, Mr. George Washington. She calls and he calls. In time, I tell you, life puts on me. It castles everything around me. Singing, tell it, tell it, be Cause you noticed that part was stopped d d in it changed his wearing Oh, I'm hooked and I can't stop stabbing Oh, baby, I wanna get with ya And take your picture And my homeboys tried to warn me But that butt you got mixed In time I tell you, life puts on me It casuals everything around me Singing tell it, tell it, be Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. So what's up your ass?